0: This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, John Belotti Jr. joins us to review James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Plus, we got teasers and release dates for new seasons of Cobra Kai, Stranger Things, and Doom Patrol, and the South Park creators sign a crazy huge deal. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, August 9th, 2021.
1: Can I sing the song? Din-en-it, din-en-en-en-it, din-en-it. jockin' and Nerdin, din-en-en-en-it. <singing> Spoiler alert, din-en-en-en-it, din-en-it. Din-en-en-en Jock and Nerdin, din-en-en-en-it. That's the theme song. I sang it.
2: This is where all fans out
0: there Let's give it up jockin', we're nerdin' We're funny, we We're jockin', nerdin' nerd. Spoiler alert Oh yeah! That's right, listener. what's up? And welcome to the Jockin' Nerd Podcast Where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie, news, reviews, and whatever we choose. nerd. My name is Ibron.
3: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the jock,
3: And he's the Nerd.
0: Uh, Joining us live from a beach full of dicks, it's King Shark's best friend, Rugboy. What's up, Rugs? You call me Nanawe, damn it.
3: I didn't know that was his real name.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no that way uh, yeah shark god rug boy rug boy comes from shark gods also
3: by the way it's nice to be back
0: oh you're back hold on i got one more introduction to do because also joining us you heard him do a fantastic acapella rendition of our theme song it is talented illustrator and the admin of our facebook group jock and nerd nation john Bellotti jr what's up buddy
1: Hi, I just realized that when I sang that intro, I say "Jaka and Nerda," whatever yeah. that means. Well,
0: it's fine; it works. It's I love that uh, intro.
1: Well, I like to add vowels on everything because I'm Italian from New York, so everything has an extra vowel to it.
4: So it's like a Mario thing. It's a me, I'm Mario.
1: It's a me, Jaka and Nerda. We're doing a Suicide Squad. Ah, ah,
4: ah. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Give right. me
3: a there. Give me a calzone with the provolone cheese. Oh, what's that? Hey.
1: Jesus Christ! Mozzarella. We're on Provolone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this guy over here from Chicago. Hey, give me your meatball hey. eh, and the
3: tossing the fettuccine. Hey, what
1: the fuck is this and guy talking about Jesus Christ, this guy over here. What? <laughs> you want to do the whole podcast with, with like a New York accent? You can
0: do that. Both you, Anthony, and uh, Bilotti should do it. Hey. in uh, <laughs> Anthony, in your best New York accent. Seriously, welcome back. Have you recovered from Lollapalooza? Everybody wants to know.
3: <gasps> uh yeah. I think I'm, uh, <laughs> How I
0: I like open, that open that with that a cough. <laughs> just, get, get tested. Definitely get tested. Uh, I think uh Yep, I'm here. Okay, you're <laughs> there. physically. At least you remembered this week that we were doing a show. Ah, that that was uh that was something when you <laughs> texted when you messaged Anthony. Me, yes. Real quick, tell me the story. It was
3: uh about 7:45 central and I'm sitting around and I get a message, "Hey, are you decide you coming on the show today?" I go <laughs>
0: What? Oh no. I'm
3: sorry, guys, I totally forgot and I didn't watch He Man, so no, I'm not coming on. It was fine. <laughs> I need you, to recover.
0: He was in no condition to be off the show anyways. I did
3: decide to talk to you guys after the yes. show and explain what was going on with me at that time. But yeah, we appreciate uh yeah, I was it. in the No I was in the midst of a uh the recovery from a, a very strong Bender. Yeah, that was. I think that's the only way to describe it.
0: Uh, listen, you you, you got to go out and live your life because none of us are. So we need you to go get stories. So thank yeah. you. That's
1: I'm a lot of there. pressure. When is the intervention, Emron? Where are we have uh, the intervention? Uh, <laughs>
4: well, what's, we're going to have a Patreon. Tier <laughs> How old are you, Anthony? Now are you are you past thirty five yet?
3: No, not yet. All okay. right, then, okay. I
4: yeah, well, still got time. 30, got time. Around thirty seven. That's when we'll step in you got some time
3: that's the internally with my friends that are all my age that's the we're, we've we've all kind of come up with an, the idea that we have a year maybe two years <laughs> left of doing this before it gets kind of embarrassing oh, oh yeah so yeah anything past 35 and we're still doing this it's uh,
1: oh by the time you're 40 bad. you're gonna be like married you're gonna be like every other asshole with like the nice suit taking pictures <laughs> with you and your family <laughs> some lame. Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> I'm telling you it's gonna come <laughs>
3: Eating shitty pizza. Eating shitty
1: pizza. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in the meantime, we're just going to progressively party hardier until you hit that uh, lot, that deadline there. So, good luck with that.
4: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad
0: you're. I'm glad you guys are in my corner. I cause wouldn't I, have. Doesn't don't
3: wouldn't have a a better team of men to, to have behind <laughs> my back. We got bag. you,
4: bro, and I'm just jealous. Yeah, we'll I'll show you all the ropes of having no lives. We yes. you know <laughs> it. <until laughs> you get You're
0: getting closer to our club, so I can't wait. We'll write. show
1: you what it's like to come straight home after work. Yes, <laughs> and do nothing and, and be do tired. Yeah. Yes. We'll get
4: you your first pair of Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all buy
0: them <laughs> with you, and and yes, and advise. It's a very important move. Okay, you bastards, let's talk about some geek news here. The The Jock, Jock and Jock. Nerd yeah. Podcast. All right, since Anthony wasn't here last week and we have a lot of here, I want to talk about something we talked about briefly last week. And it's still a big news item. uh, The fact that Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney over Black Widow's Disney Plus release. Uh, Her claim is she lost out on some bonuses and points that were tied to the theatrical release. So them releasing it on Disney Plus, less people went to the theater. Uh, She's there. They cited 50 million dollars. The response back and forth has been wild. You know, Disney was like, uh, this is callous disregard for COVID-19 and we already gave you $20 million. And then her side is like, this is a weaponized gender. Uh You weaponized her gender and attacked her. And then the recent thing, uh Disney's attorney, Daniel Petricelli just said, quote, it is obvious that this is a highly orchestrated PR campaign to achieve an outcome that is not obtainable in the lawsuit. Uh, he goes. The written contract is clear as a bell. So this thing is just getting messier, messier. Bilotti thoughts on this whole fiasco?
1: I'm still trying to make heads or tails out of it because my first, my first like instinct is to be like, well, how much is enough money? Do you really need like she got 20 million? Like, do you really need more money, or is it just about? I think it's just about principle at this point for her. But if it's in the contract, then I mean, then she has a solid ground to stand on, right? Because she wanted it. It was agreed upon that she had to have uh, a theatrical window in order yeah. to make this money. Yeah. And then they released it on Disney Plus and that hurt the uh the grosses or something. And that's where her beef is coming in. Did I get that correct?
0: Yeah. Well, it made 60 million there. Right. But then you got none of that. But then uh the attorney says here, we treated Disney Premier Access Revenue like box office for the purposes of the bonus requirements in the contract. So they're saying that what? I don't know. So it is. So they're saying
4: that it doesn't count. Yeah, I guess they're saying that while well, they counted it and they still didn't make the, the mark for her to get the bonus.
0: I mean, I go back to all this is really Bob Chapek's fault, kind of the new CEO, because uh, he Bob Iger was really good with dealing with talent. Bob Chapek came from the parks and all the fans of the Disney parks for years have said Bob Chapek fucked up the parks. Oh, right? shit! And then they put him in charge. And this these tone deaf press releases. I don't think Bob Iger would ever have handled it this way. Anthony, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I'm kind of weak, like Bilotti, in that I don't really know what to make of it. I feel like you're you're blaming Bob Chapek. I mean, maybe it is his fault. But what did they want Disney to just hold this on ice forever? Well, they, like,
0: they they did delay it a year already. Yeah, it was like, delayed.
3: It's we're in the midst of a. This is like unprecedented times in terms of releasing a movie. I feel like they the window they released it in is way better than the window we have right now. Uh, yeah. So like, so, you yeah. know, Scarlett
4: should, we... should probably cut her losses then, right? Yeah, and
3: uh and it's just fun, I'm just I just find it curious she didn't say anything about this prior to the movie coming out.
0: No, she did, you know, she did the promotion, but you know, on one hand, I thought that was kind of a classy thing not to make a fuss until after the movie comes out, but the timing of it is also interesting that it's done afterwards maybe
3: maybe, i mean i feel like there's just a lot of fine print because disney did release it in the movie theaters obviously it being on disney plus affected scarlett johansson's money-making ability who knows if she makes anything off of disney plus i don't know what that even looks like there's just a lot to unwind there um good thing for disney though (laughs) Her character's dead, well, so they don't got to deal with her anymore. Oh, shit. Oh
0: so, that shit. was my other question <laughs> is, you know, moving forward. It's, I, I, ultimately, they'll probably settle out. Disney will probably write her check, but do you think this is a severed relationship They're, that they won't work together again? Probably No, I'll
1: never say never, because James right. Gunn got fired and came yes, back.
0: Yes, that is true.
1: Yeah, James Gunn got fired. You can't... Um, <laughs> The thing with the with the film business, and I can attest to this, is that like even if you burn your bridge, it's you just disappear for a while and you come. Give it back. time. Yeah, yeah. Because look at DC, like all those, you know, the whole Snyderverse was was orchestrated by a bunch of people at Warner. That's not that they're not even there anymore.
0: Right. Yep. And are, I was reading today. But,
1: I mean, we'll we'll get to Suicide Squad later, but the yeah. people that made the first Suicide Squad movie, that whole crew, the like producers and. Uh, executives aren't even Warner brothers anymore for the oh, second wow. movie. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like their whole new like crew is in there. There
0: was huge turnover and this is now like the Walter Hamada era of if, Warner. If if there's brothers.
3: money to be made, I'm sure they'll come to they'll work together on Money talks.
2: So
4: this, just, I mean even
3: even um what's her face? Uh the lady that's playing Natalie Portman. I'm, I she, I if I remember correctly, she wasn't very happy with Marvel for a bit yeah. with the use of her character. Now she's yeah gonna be the new Thor like yeah
0: yeah oh yeah that's right she they, she was absent and now she's got a big role
1: and that was Bob so, Iger so yeah Iger, well, I actually no actually that might have been before uh Kevin Feige took over remember they had um uh the movie committee that was like uh, what's his yes, name Ike per- Ike, I- I- yes yes yes, Ike
0: yes. they ri- got rid of him but you know shaping so Iger did the thing where he comes in and he gives Disney like 10 years of incredible growth The Marvel franchise makes $23 billion and he streamlines processes and Bob Chapek comes in and makes everything a bureaucracy and he's like fucking it up again. So it's just I think it's a snowball effect of top down from Chapek not being the right guy to be in charge of this. But speaking of the MCU franchise and monies, another related report just came out from The Guardian. Uh, about how much Marvel pays the writers and artists whose work is featured in an MCU film. The movies, again, have made an upwards of $24 billion. Marvel will pay the writers and artists a flat $5,000 fee, and they also get an invitation to the premiere of the movie that their work is featured in. Wow. Sounds like Sloppy John. That
4: is some bullshit right there. Sounds like the going rate for anal. They're definitely getting up the ass. They're definitely Good getting it up the ass more. with no Vaseline there. Yeah. Is that the um,
1: article that you shared, or somebody shared in Jocka Nerd Nation, the Facebook page? It might have. It might have been somebody shared an article, and I remember reading about um, what's his name. I think it's Ed Brubaker or Jim, yes, no Ed. Jim Star. No, it was yeah. He was in the article about Winter Soldier and Jim yes. Starlin. Yes, and apparently the contract that Disney has is open. For not interpretation, but it's open for, I don't know what the right word is, but it's allowed to be changed, basically. Oh, shit. That's what I read. And I think it was Starlin was complaining about Thanos and not being compensated. Yep. And he got this uh, undisclosed settlement. And he's like, basically, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. If you bug them uh, enough. Yeah, apparently, like these artists, if they bug Marvel or DC enough, they can get paid for it. But they have to go away.
0: But they got it. Yeah.
1: So the thing is, like the companies. They know it's a PR nightmare uh, from what I've been reading from all these artists. They uh, they know it just looks like a, a, it's just a basic PR nightmare. It just doesn't look good on the companies. So they're more inclined to pay these people if people make a big stink out of it. And I just think a lot of artists aren't saying anything and now they're starting to speak up and now they're starting to get a little money for it, which is good. They should.
4: How much would be a, a, a better bonus for them using your story? How much a back end? I think you take points off what the box office makes. Yes, absolutely. Well,
1: I would I would do box office and streaming, whatever it's going to go on now and streaming. And then that's you guys are so generous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What would you do, Anthony, in this if you were in Uh, charge?
3: I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think they should. Obviously, they should get more More than five.
4: um, I think think the standard uh, writing fee for like a script is something like 30 or 40 grand. So oh, wow. they should at least get like a portion of that. I would say thirty grand or something like that would be at least something. And you royalties. Like,
1: like every time yeah. the movie's played, just get like some money from that. That would also that would also uh, be nice for
0: pennies or something. Just leave yeah. a few cents. It adds up if you get play, yeah, played played Yeah, I don't know.
3: I think I think, you know, obviously Marvel's Marvel, any business is not in the, is they're not in the charity business, so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna give you enough just to make it enough. They're not, you know, until until enough people care about this and make up enough of a stink that they should get more than this is what they're gonna get no one advocates for like there there's not enough people advocating for this stuff and actually caring for the creators this will change well you know why you know
1: why most of these contracts i mean i don't i haven't worked for the big two but from what i understand they're all work for hire contracts that's
0: what i was gonna say generally and especially the old ones they're all work for hire meaning whatever you create for them they own they own it but you know, right. along with the streaming and this, like, these contracts need to be well, updated. They that's need to why be
4: Image was created, because they were getting fucked so bad. Somebody yeah. just left Marvel
0: this week. A big name left uh, to work for a creator-owned company because Marvel was screwing him. And this is how Marvel has lost all so, of their talent, really. W- comics In are comics. Over. Yeah,
4: comics are done anyway. It's not a place <laughs> that you want to work. It's not. No. It's not where you go for a future.
3: Yeah, and, and also, like, like you mentioned, a lot of these uh, stories were made, you know, some of them are really old. Like, no one, those guys didn't even know that those stories were going to make it to yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. No,
0: there's there's no way and, back then to. Know.
3: And they weren't negotiating with that in mind. They probably weren't even negotiating at all. They were probably just like, "Oh, I'd love to write a story about Captain America. Like that's a dream yeah, come when true come
1: true." When you wrote a Spider Man or or X Men story, I'll in, take anything. In the eight- yeah, yeah, but like, when you when you write it when you're writing these stories in the '80s or '90s, you never thought it'd be like this. No,
0: no there's no, no I mean, way to. But rugs to your point, it's kind of sad because when I was a teenager, all I wanted to do was work for Marvel. Like you know, that was one of my dream jobs. I would draw comic book pages, and there was a culture there. There was a bullpen. There was something they were doing you wanted to join. If I was that age today, like I would not want to work for one of the big two. This- you would be
4: so burnt out, you yeah. wouldn't even know what to do. You could get taken advantage of, and it would not be worth it because it would, they steal your shit. This the, it's just the law of averages. It's like you have to be at a certain percentile, like the top top percentile, right. very to small, actually, yeah, to actually like eke out a good living and have yeah. like you know all of the the perks, yeah. But all of the guys that are are middling or under, they're fucking borderline homeless. Pretty much, you know? yeah. and I've I've met many of them, and I've I've talked to many of them, so I, I I I know this to be a, a fact. It's so. a
0: weird industry now. You really just have to love it and put it out yourself, and hopefully it makes money.
4: Anyways, listener,
0: let us know what you think. Should Scarlet get paid? Should Marvel pay their creators? Of course they should. Join our Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. It's where we all hang out. Where Balotti is our intrepid admin, and he is uh, the bouncer at the door because it's a closed group just for us. He's our Hodor. He's our Hodor.
1: Hold don't, ar- don't fuck around in there, everyone. You hear me? I'm keeping my eyes on you, motherfuckers.
0: Welcome new group members this week. Keith Head, Whoa. Ryan Marin, hey. and Anita Frost. Is that a porn star? Which one?
4: Keith Head or <laughs> Anita Frost? Uh, Anita,
0: Anita Frost is, yeah. That's, that's the white Emma queen, Frost. isn't it? Yes, oh, Emma, Emma Frost. Frost. Well, you sister. have
4: two guys that, two people that can be a porn star. Keith uh, Head uh, 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 and Anita Frost and Ryan Marin just has- seems like a regular dude.
0: Sounds like a, base- sounds like a baseball. <laughs> sounds player. like a baseball player. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Sounds like third a baseball player. Third be- <laughs> base
4: for the Cubs. Yeah, I was going to say they should be playing third base. <laughs> well, we welcome Ryan all ba-
0: baseball players and porn stars to the Facebook
4: group. Yeah, yes, not- that- By the way,
1: all three of these people are leaving as soon as they hear
4: this. <laughs> <laughs> <Those> fucking
1: assholes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we know your names and we're going to say them.
0: The the Over and over again, and incorrectly.
4: Okay, let's move on. The rest, uh,
0: I got a bunch of teasers and release dates of fun geeky stuff coming out that we are all should be. Some of them, some of us more interested than others. Let's start with one. I know everybody's into Cobra Kai season four. Geek booner put out a quick teaser. It and it is coming back this year, December twenty twenty one uh anthony let's start with you what'd you think of this teaser that's finally we're gonna get the fucking tournament the tournament's coming back
3: well you keep in mind you got it the first season
0: oh that's right Hello. i forgot about the first season i'm waiting for another but, one with this wow. new uh these new factions but, you know, i mean it's you know it's a teaser yeah.
3: you don't really see a ton yeah. um but you know season four promises to be hopefully pretty good because they're bringing back uh what's that guy's Terry name silver, he's,
1: Terry silver Terry, baby oh, <laughs> Who's like
3: like so over the top as a villain and like karate kid part three is a terrible 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 movie but his vibe fits this series Absolutely. so well that he's the best part of,
1: he is the best part of karate kid three he's like the joker <laughs> he's like Heath ledger joker level ridiculous yeah, <laughs> he's
3: he's ridiculous but i mean it, it should fit in this season and uh Hopefully they're not running out of steam. Hopefully
4: uh I mean they can maybe this should going. be
0: the last season. They should close
3: out on
4: a high note, I yeah, think. If Let this... people want more. Yeah, and these all those kids
3: are yes. are really aging out. Yeah, all
0: these kids are getting old. <laughs> we have another show where the kids are getting really old and you're going to have to end the show soon, but uh, oh, they're
3: all of them are like, I think, probably they're going to be in their mid-20s and they're still playing 18-year-olds, teenagers. 16-year-olds, yes. whatever.
1: Like Beverly Hills, 90210.
3: Similar to Ralph. By the end, by Karate Kid Part 3, Ralph Macchio was like almost 30. He was old. He was, old, was, he was older than
1: Terry Silver in that movie. Oh, my God. He? He's, yeah. But he is such a baby face. Are you serious? Yeah, look it up. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> I was
1: reading <laughs> about it while I was watching it. I was like, I got to Google this movie because this is fucking bad crazy. He was in
3: 89. He was 28.
4: He's like 60 now. He
1: still looks What's great. Uh, they both still look really good. Yeah. Johnny Lawrence looks yeah, amazing. He was uh He was older, right? He was like 30. He was He was like what?
3: Oh shit. Terry Silver was 27 and he was Terry Silver was a year younger than him. Wow. Yeah. Which is that's insane. Yeah, Ralph Machio, but if you go back and watch, like they put the clothes on Ralph Machio, they have his belly is like Wanting to come out of his geek the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it still is. It still is.
4: That's what's great about it. They, they haven't changed anything.
3: Yeah, yeah, he still can't do karate yet. They have no, him in this series and kicking everyone's ass. Limp and loose. Like the postures. minute I
4: would have signed on to this show, I would have been like P90X all day long. <laughs> I would yeah. have been fucking doing Bo. Machio didn't bother. Just uh, training,
1: training like Keanu does for the John Wick movies. He doesn't like, what's his name? I would have been doing the- a
4: cycle. Yeah. You know, like it's William Zabka, <laughs> like he worked way out. more in
1: shape yeah. than yes. Ralph Macho. Yeah, was. Macho was always, like, I'm, not gonna bulk up. I'm
4: yeah. like, give me the steroids. I don't need my testicles anymore. I'm in my 60s. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's make, I don't care how big my head gets. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, these kids are also getting
0: other uh, jobs, and they're probably just like uh, we we'll talk about Stranger Things in a second. Those kids are everywhere. But the kid playing Miguel, Jolo Mariduena, is probably he's in talks. He's probably going to get this role. Uh, to play Blue Beetle for DC Jaime Jamie Reyes. Reyes, yeah, yes. Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle. Jaime. Oh, sorry, I don't know. Is it Jaime? Is it Jaime? It's Jaime. It's Jaime. So the rap is saying twenty, or he's twenty. Miguel uh, plays Miguel Diaz, but he's a good pick for Blue Beetle if they ever. That's a great pick. Put him in a thing. Sure.
1: Sure. I like that kid. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's very good.
0: Is is HBO, he? Blue I, don't Be- I don't know, know. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> Blue Beetle, not
1: really, he's but over. he's fun to watch. He's entertaining. Uh, why well, he can do karate yeah. that helps yeah i like him he's, uh, he's, charming. I mean, yeah, he's charming he's
4: charming he good. can move he's not terrible.
3: I, think, I think he'll be fine as
0: uh he's as a blue he's likable like Grant gustin a little bit you know he's got the same kind of man yeah,
3: he's got the they, they all yeah he has that same cash i don't know what he would
0: cache yeah just that same screen
3: presence vibe, quality vibe, guess, vibe. Would be the word. yeah we'll give him
1: a chance I mean, charisma you know, you know, I I always thought uh Gal Gadot was a terrible actress in the yeah. Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. And then yeah. when I saw her in Wonder Woman, yeah. I was like, "Oh wow, okay. Right. She pulled she, it she off." Can, yeah. Yeah, she can do it.
0: Yeah, I like I like Sholo or whatever, however you say his name. It's a great name too. Sholo, Sholo, Jolo. I don't know. Yeah. Yolo. Yeah. <laughs> the only YOLO once. Remember that, everyone. Uh let's move on to the next <laughs> teaser and it is also another awesome Netflix show Stranger Things season 4 finally fucking coming out it'll be like almost three years after so the last th- season came out
3: are the kids I didn't even watch the trailer because I don't follow the show are the kids still kids
0: I don't know they're no they're getting old like Finn Wolfhard is super tall now and we've seen Millie Bobby Brown in a ton of things and this isn't even coming out this year it's coming out next year 2022 Millie
4: Bobby Brown has gotten so old that Drake doesn't even want to talk <laughs> to her anymore. Oh, oh, shit!
2: shit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's like I deleted <laughs> your number Bobby she's too old for me
0: uh Bilati, are you a Stranger Things fan?
1: Uh I am, yes.
0: Yeah, you caught you caught up. I forget what happened at the end of the third season.
1: Season three was very good. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like
0: three better than two. I think one I, was yes, the best.
1: I do too. It's not it's not a perfect show by any means, but it's just it's very entertaining. It's very short, which I like. Yeah. Uh and the effects are really good in season three, surprisingly.
0: Yeah, so I don't even remember where it left off. Uh, this thing's going to pick up wherever there were some new people introduced, uh blah blah blah. Uh it should be good, but th- again, we have to wait till next year. And then if you're going to do another season, these kids are going to be like in their 30s. I don't know what you're doing.
1: Well, I heard there is a time jump or something, like they're actually going to acknowledge oh, that these kids are old. Oh, okay, that would work. That's what I that's what I heard, but that was like a year ago, so Still
0: got to be in the 80s though. It could be in the 90s, <laughs> why not? What's
4: wrong with the 90s, biatch?
1: Yeah, Sims. you don't like the 90s, Emron. I, right.
0: I love the 90s, but the show He just doesn't the
1: remember
3: eights. them. <laughs> I know. I did a lot. Too much coke. <laughs> <drugs> <laughs> yeah. in. Doing Too doing much of everything, Emron. It e. well, was late 90s. heck flipping over an eight ball. Early 2000s. Te-
4: <laughs> oh, te- <laughs> <laughs> Bull- shit. Yes.
3: Spanish. And if Mormon. you
4: only know how true that was, <laughs> you're just you're making shit up and just throwing stuff out there, but it actually <laughs> happened.
3: No, I, I stole that from our chat when you said in response to my backflip. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Cracked uh, me up. <laughs> It's a good lie. That's give you, why I'll I'll give I said points. it. <laughs> I mean, this is a guy who was naked in everything. All right? It's true. Oh, things God. that he's I done, I done. I did things. Like yeah, Imran did things.
0: I, did, like Imran, I did yeah, things. things I am not, I don't remember. You, you earned your boat I'm drinks, Imran. You earned them. I Yeah, you did. No, let me tell you. There's <laughs> lots of, if I could remember half of the crazy That's shit I did. he never
3: wants to talk about the 90s. He doesn't remember. <laughs> it no, he doesn't.
0: I do. I remember it all. I was awake. Brief glimpses. Stay in the 80s. I remember that.
4: I was still a kid. E-T- You're, still coonies, you know. yeah. You're still an innocent boy. <laughs> His parents can be proud of
0: him. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I wish I could go back to the 90s so I can uh, we remember. We just them. do a whole podcast on Imran. <laughs> Imran you in should. the 90s.
4: No, we're going to move on to the next thing. We're, we're never w- going to review Suicide Squad. <laughs> we're getting we're
0: not. there. <laughs> Wait, there's another show, a comic book adaptation coming to Hulu, a show that has been in the works for a long time. I'm talking about Why the Last Man. Uh, This was originally a Vertigo comic book series by Brian K. Vaughn, Pia Guerrera. It ran in the early 2000s, from 2002, 2008, about 60 issues. They finally put out a trailer. This thing's coming out September 13th on Hulu. First of all, they've been trying to make this show since 2015. It it has had many showrunner changes, many lead cast changes, and I never thought it was going to come out. But it, uh, I can't believe it's coming out. Rugs, what is why the last man about?
4: Oh, well, in this particular show, it's about a virus that kills all of the male. I don't know if you can say it anymore. Male <laughs> people in a population. <laughs> oh shit! Watch careful. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm gonna. Am I saying the wrong thing? Like, no, tell me, please. It. It, all the men die. All, all of the of a men sudden, die. all of the men that have penises or. All of the men that are born all of the with humans with penises. You could say that. All they have of the same the chromosomal with penises thing that bolts. they're men. Yeah, they die. I don't know how this virus picks now. Yeah. I don't, really don't know. But anyway, they all die and all of the women are alive. There's only one man left on Earth and his name is Yorick. Yep. He's and, he has, a mo- and he has a monkey and that's not that's not a euphemism. It's he actually no, has a monkey. It's like
0: Marcel from
4: Friends even. And basically you see that. From the comic book, I don't know about the show, but I remember in the comic book is that even though all the men are gone, there's still problems. Shit's uh, still All happen. the men going away didn't really stop uh, bullshit from happening. So you just got a whole new kind of bullshit. What'd you think of the trailer? I, I'm fucking stoked. I can't wait to see this. Yeah. I remember reading this in the early 2000s. I don't remember much because it's been such a long time. I want to read it again, but I remember it being really, really cool. Yes, I'm stoked for this.
0: This looks very cool to me, too. It's like a kind of a reverse children of men where it's instead of like the last pregnant woman, it's the last dude. Anthony Pilato, you guys get a chance to check out this trailer. What do you think?
1: I watched a teaser five minutes before we did the podcast. I mean, it, it you know, it's another apocalyptic show with <laughs> New York City as the backdrop. Um, Surprise. Uh, yeah. I've seen. First hand, New York look like an apocalyptic nightmare several times. So it's always fun to see my city <laughs> in an apocalyptic nightmare again. <laughs> and this time with the virus. That's always great. Um, it doesn't hit close to home at all. It doesn't huh? hit close uh, to home at all. Thirty With fifty thousand dead <laughs> in the last year. Um yeah, I mean it's it uh, looks looks okay. It's probably another show I'll never get a, never get around to watching, but you know, um has its fans and I mean, it looks good. Like the money's there. The production looks really good, and that is Diane Lane in this. That's
0: Diane Lane. Yeah, she looks good. Yeah. They they yeah.
1: really made her look old in those uh, <laughs> the Superman movies. So I was like, that's <laughs> Diane Lane. Jesus Christ, <laughs> like, I like, still hit it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd realize how much they were the uh, they aged her in the in the Man of Steel, yeah. and yeah. So seeing her in this is like, oh, okay, she's back to Diane Lane again. Interesting.
3: I just got a comment. I love that rugs head. A lot of difficulty describing the plot of the show. <laughs> simple premise. With males. <laughs> but then in the next minute, he exclaims in the background, I'd hit
0: it when Diane Lane. They're
3: going to cancel you, buddy. This, this man was quite sensitive. I wasn't being ageist. I was being <laughs> accepting
4: of an older woman. I think that's, that's progressive. She looks
0: great. Yes. 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 She looks good. Um, <laughs> you dig this sci-fi, She's as old Anthony. as my
4: mom, and I—that weird. I don't know. She,
3: she looks, she looks very good. It looks good. Why? But it looks good. I don't know if I'll ever watch it. Um, maybe if you guys force me to watch it, I'll watch it. It looks like another one of those. Uh, you know, it just looks like another one of the experimental IP yep. comic book yep. things that are making it to TV now, and and that, I think that's good. I I, think, this is I a, think all sorts of
4: stuff is good. It's an exceptional series so it, it stood yeah. out in its time as like one of the best series that was out so it won
0: a lot of uh eisner's brian k vaughn of course fantastic writer he wrote on he's writing saga the other comic book uh I, I like a lot of his shit so yeah this sci-fi i dig it i can't wait september 13th hulu uh and then the last teaser just dropping make everything but yeah just about, but you know and this was but this is even before this trend like they've been trying to make this for sure. six years so but now the timing is perfect Uh, But it will look like a lot of other things that have been out. Let's see how they can make it unique. Um, Doom Patrol Season 3 is also coming back September 23rd. HBO Max, one of the fucking weirdest, trippiest, batshit, crazy DC shows I've ever seen. How do you
4: describe this to people who have not watched it yet to get them on board? Oh, God. It is like
0: uh, you. uh, So, oh, this is how I did describe it on a scale. It's weirder than the uh, Umbrella Academy uh, and it it's about a uh, dysfunctional family trying to get along, um, and they all have wacky
4: powers. I can't even describe it because it's like it's like almost like X Men, but is like not, yes. not mutants. They're just weirdos with weird powers, and they're they do on they go on weird missions, and everything that happens is kind of fucking weird.
0: This is Brendan Fraser's <laughs> best role in years, his only role in years, but his best role as the voice of Robot Man. Uh, balada you're not watching the doom patrol
1: no the only thing i know about doom patrol w- didn't they predate the x-men by a few years they or something? they came out at the same the
0: time
1: but it's a similar sort of premise yes. right As like a guy dude in a wheelchair, wheelchair yep
0: exactly has a That's- team of
1: weirdos and yep. go on okay so yeah. it is
0: a wacky x-men on the dc side they literally came out the same time
4: like x-men did it better but dc i think did it first.
0: I don't isn't
1: know. That, isn't that the, the official logo from the Marvel? The slogan
0: is DC did it first, Marvel does it oh, better. Marvel
1: did it better, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's the <laughs> official slogan. But uh, to, Doom Patrol's credit it is it's, it's its it's it's own thing. It's very weird. It's like they had, it was in the vertical line. So it does separate itself from X-Men. You know, you forget about X-Men. And Cyborg
4: is in this. It's very good. When you're trying to explain it. Yes, you have right? to say X-Men, X-Men like makes X-Men. more sense. Like, these are mutants. Yeah. Everybody doesn't like them because they're the newest version of man. And there's a lot of Blah blah blah. There's a lot of hate, and he's trying to, for make this team, so to do good things, to make mutants look good, and it's very easy to explain. You can't explain the show. It's hard to see. I just said weird three times. It's fuck because I that's mean, all I could. The only so, word that could fit.
0: For example, there is a character on the show. He, it's a sentient street named Danny. He's a he's a street, and he like communicates to you by signs and things in the street. Like it's a. But Street, that's how weird this show is. I don't know how else to explain it. I mean, I remember... I, it's definitely a
3: show that I one day might watch because I remember watching that first episode and going, this is weird, but this is also so different and so intriguing. Yeah, I just never got around to it. And I did watch this trailer, and it still feels well, exactly Well, this the trailer
0: same. is insane. Like, I don't even know what's happening. I've watched the show. The trailer is so trippy and fun, but the characters have so much heart, you end up loving a lot of them and great performances and good production, so... Check it out. Also, check out our T Public shop listener. If you want to get a t shirt with our logo or with Rug Boy's face on your chest, go to jockeynerd.com slash shop. We have a lot of fun tank tops and tote bags and summer things with the old logo, the new logo. There's always sales. Buy it, support us, wear it, take a photo.
4: Yeah. I like to see you in a in a shirt with me on it i want to see people
0: in shirts with rug okay the last thing you guys i wanted to bring up in the news have you heard of the south park deal south park fans gonna be very happy i did because the uh this week south park inked a deal with viacom they've extended the show uh through 2027 Jesus, the, Trey Christ. Parker, and yeah, they're already the show's been on for like twenty-seven years. So it's going through twenty twenty-seven. Trey Parker and Matt Stone will make fourteen new movies exclusively for Paramount Plus, two a year, beginning this year. The deal reportedly worth nine hundred million dollars. Oh shit! The fuck?
4: They're billionaires now.
0: They're easily billionaires because last year HBO Max paid them five hundred million. For the streaming rights to South Park, so they made that five hundred million. These guys Holy still balls. have ownership stake in the show, wow. in the company that makes the show. So if they, they sell the this company, it's worth they're worth easily one to two billion
3: dollars.
4: They could just be dicks now. They could just do whatever <laughs> they want. They literally have money to wipe their ass with.
3: Looks like they uh, they got a little better deal than the Marvel creators, huh?
4: Oh yeah, yeah, it's better than five grand, <laughs>
0: that's for fucking sure. Wow. Yeah, right? Uh I are they worth that much money that fourteen movies? Fourteen and are these South Park movies or just yeah, movies like in general.
3: Or movies by them. But
0: but two every year uh is insane. For seven years, yeah. For seven years. So Paramount Plus uh, it's- South Park movies? Fourteen I don't know them? if they mean they've only here's the thing, they've made one South Park movie and that was twenty <laughs> years ago. <laughs>
1: I make fucking fourteen. I, I, I
3: don't know if I'm reading that correctly or if it's mo- like fourteen movies that these guys will like create that you know In- just like whatever they want. But to instead
1: create. of the show, wait, um, hold on. No,
0: including they still including have to keep the making show? the show through season thirty. That show is that popular
1: that it deserves almost a billion dollars. It's
0: IP and it's IP catalog that is that is what's worth money these S- days.
1: South Park continues because I'm not a I don't watch yeah. South Park
3: all that much ever, yeah. but it, it continues to like amaze me how popular South yeah. Park. is. Really it's
1: crazy. Is. Well, why... They, where they went right is that they're very topical. They're very current. Because uh, they can
0: do a show right. in eight days and turn that, it around. Yeah,
1: and, and they and they can make fun of anything and they get away. And with it. And
0: they fucking get away with it. I don't.
1: I, have you guys watched? Uh, not to change the subject, but Family Guy. Yeah, my wife, like we'll put that on. I can't believe the shit they get away with, and it's fucking hilarious. They're still
0: making new Family Guys. Not, I don't,
1: I just, we put on like the reruns and I'm like, yeah, how did yeah. like nobody go after this show? Uh, <sighs> Family Guy, yeah, I always would. I would,
3: it was, it was one of those shows I'd audibly laugh out. Oh, loud. it's
4: so funny, but some comedies are bulletproof, some comedies are, or comedy in gel- general gives you yeah. so much wow. like a uh, license to do whatever you want. And mm. so when yeah. you're a beloved comedy, you can get away with it. Like Simpsons, for some reason, it's, it's, um, It's an older one, so they associate it with boomers more. Yeah. And so that one's been under attack a lot. But I think Family Guy will be next, obviously. I mean, you have things like Rick and Morty
0: now and tons of crazy cartoons that are getting away with crazy shit. South Park is still funny. They did a pandemic special. They did a vaccination special. It was fucking hilarious. Like, they're still hitting the mark um so yeah whether it's south park movies or just like any movie we want to make this is an insane deal it
3: isn't well, you know so you know what though
1: as an artist good for them Yeah, you know I, i'd love to be on the other end of that deal too back like, to 900 million dollars to draw whatever I, to do my project sure like who doesn't take
0: want
4: that? the money and run
1: but yeah this, this is Jesus. also a
0: lesson in own your shit don't you know you need to own the rights to the you're the creator Because a lot of people will sell it off, and then they don't get paid, as we've seen. So, all right, good stuff. We're going to take a quick break here for some promos and come back with a review of The Suicide Squad right after this.
2: After these messages, we'll be right
0: back.
3: Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network. What's up, Jock and Nerd Nation? This is Logan at Mostly Superheroes, a podcast that was partly inspired by the Jock and Nerd Podcast. We talk about a lot of the same stuff, MCU, DC Heavy, with other content that comes out of HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Netflix, and more. We're committing to doing something new every day in 2021, so come join the fun. Check out the schedule. Find us at MostlySuperheroes.com and enjoy the rest of the show.
0: -er Listener, if you've been enjoying the show, consider supporting the show. We are an independent podcast, and we need your support to keep going. It's a great time to join our fan club visit jock slash patreon jock and nerd and there's a bunch of tiers you can uh support us on a monthly basis uh for as little as three dollars a month and up everybody gets a bonus rss feed that has the shows come out early there's exclusive audio just for you instant reactions uh jock talk occasionally whatever fun things we want to put on five dollar tier and above you get Discord benefits we're doing monthly hangouts on Discord last Thursday of the month Anthony this month it's August 26th put it in your calendar you have August
3: fuck. 26th. All right. I'll put something in there right now.
4: Maybe he'll get. Maybe he'll be there. Maybe I'll join. (laughs) Maybe he hears about some kind of a fucking deal going on or he's going out drinking. That's it. Say it. Sayonara. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't (laughs) pick Thursdays, but seeing how
0: you are now, I don't think the day matters anymore.
4: I'm trying to turn over a new
3: leaf starting after this week. Not
4: happening. (laughs) Not happening.
3: (laughs) I'm I'm
0: sorry. (laughs) Yeah, me too.
3: The
1: discord
0: will help you not get into trouble for one fucking Thursday night, maybe. Maybe. Uh if you it's give thirsty us Thursday ten-
4: Thursday, Imran. Yeah, it's, Come on.
0: It is thirsty Thursday. act like you know, don't know. I remember this. like when you go to college, the first thing you learn is like, holy shit, Thursday is the party night. Uh, that Friday, Yay, I not Friday. You know start this. your weekend yeah. early. Come that, on. That's when I learned that. I was like, oh, Thursday, the shit goes down right on.
3: That- oh, my last Thursday was a story <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh
0: god. That may be on the Patreon. Sign up today. Uh <laughs> also if you give us ten dollars a month or more, you can force us to pi- watch any movie you want and review it. We have to do it. Uh, And at 30 bucks, you get a t-shirt. Lots of fun stuff. Different tiers. Check it out. com slash Patreon. Okay, let's get to the review. We finally have seen James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Here is your spoilers.
4: Track yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time.
0: This is the 12th DC uh, movie since Man of Steel. Since... This whole DC extended whatever, whatever, I believe. And I'm counting Zack Snyder's Justice League twice. And Joker. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at 91%. Now, 7.5 out of 10 on the average rating. Uh and opening weekend, well, it had a little bit of stumble. Didn't do what they were expecting. I saw people estimating 30 million at least to 70 million, one thing said. It made $26.2 million domestically opening weekend. Another forty five point uh, seven international. Right now, it's sitting at about $72 million. Uh, and it made this with 85% of theaters open, right? The 26.5. It's R-rated. This is the best box office debut for an R-rated film. Uh, however, the problem is when you think about how much it cost them to make this R-rated movie. Budget was a hundred and eighty-five million dollars, and you're going to add another hundred million for marketing, right? And uh, they, which is a, a really big budget for an R-rated superhero film, if you consider your Deadpools, your Logans, your uh, Jokers. They were made for like fifty to ninety million dollars. Joker goes on to make a billion dollars. Now there's a bunch of reasons this underperformed. How much did
4: Deadpool 2 make opening weekend? Oh, that's a good question. Somebody they spent more money on that one. Somebody,
0: oh, they did. Somebody looked that up because well, this is a, I mean, such a unique situation. This is a very unique. Variant. Yes, there's a lot of things happening. It is also on HBO Max yeah, simultaneous HBO release. There is the Delta variant now. Wonder Woman opened in last December. Uh, in these situations, it it made 16.7 million. Deadpool 2, one twenty five million.
4: Oh, opening, Jesus, opening office. Office. weekend. Yep. And it cost oh. one ten to make, right?
3: Yep. They made a lot of money. Seven eighty six no. worldwide. overall. for all.
4: So
0: the original Suicide Squad twenty sixteen back in the before times. The old days. In the old days, back that opened to hundred and thirty three million dollars and goes on to make seven hundred and forty six million dollars globally. Oh, shit. For some reason that shitty movie made almost eight hundred fucking million dollars. So, I mean, I think you can you can see why they were disappointed, but also kind of see why this happened. It's R-rated. There aren't really, like, you don't have your Will Smith in this. There's no big name, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I was surprised it, it, it only made that much. This is James Gunn's fifth movie, written and directed by the James Gunn. Uh, and here's your cast. A huge fucking crazy cast. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Idris Elba, Bloodsport. John Cena, Peacemaker. Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg. Michael Rooker as Savant. Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller. Uh, Nathan Fillion as TDK. Jai Courtney returning as Captain Boomerang. Flula Borg as Javelin. Pete Davidson, Blackguard, Mailing Ning as Mongol, Sean Gunn playing Weasel, Steve A G is in this, and then there's a bunch of other people. We'll talk about them. Uh crazy big cast. Anthony, yep. do you have enough strength to give us a plot synopsis of what happens in a the Suicide Squad?
3: I can summon from the uh from the depths pull, a little bit of
0: pull from vitality yes. for you.
3: Suicide Squad is, the Suicide Squad is a semi sequel maybe kind of a re I wouldn't even call it a reboot maybe like just kind of a refresh of the brand that we saw from Suicide Squad the other one 5 years ago 4 years ago yep, however long yep. it was uh this one is similar in that it's a, a team of d I mean, other than Harley Quinn d-list villains from the DC comic lore that are put together on team to infiltrates an island called corto maltese that has been uh taken over in a military coup and they're on a mission to uh basically neutralize the science experiment that they have going on over yeah. there and there's a lot of backstabbing betrayal cover-up all sorts of things that you would kind of expect from a suicide squad movie that is based off the comics
0: That is what happens. Uh, Oh, yeah. I left out some really important names because you have Daniela Melchior as Ratcatcher 2. You have David Desmalchian as Polka Dot Man. And then Sylvester Stallone voicing King Shark. Geek boner. That's uh, inspired casting. Right there. Nanawe. (laughs) Nanawe. Uh, Well, so and Peter Capaldi as the thinker we meet later on. Baladi, you're our guest. Why don't you start? Give us your opening thoughts uh, going into this movie. What'd you think when it was over? I
1: I fucking loved it. To quote Tony. <laughs> um,
3: uh, hold on. Is that a yes? Is that a? Is that a?
1: I fucking yes. loved it. I, there we go. I fucking oh, okay. loved it. <laughs> I don't have quite the energy that you did when you said that quote in that, in that but, moment. Yeah. Well, in yeah. that moment, I meant it. <laughs> you were also. I doing- would like to
4: hear. I would like just like to hear from both of you energetically because the last time I, I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. It was like so, like low key. There's also this yeah. too. That's fucking yeah.
1: awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Like, they're always so low again. key. Like yeah. I want
4: to hear, like get excited, like Imran like oh like Wait, where you, you want
1: you want me to <laughs> turn it up or? Yeah, I want you to both. I want to have a new the, sound drop. It ruins okay. dynamic of the show. <laughs> All right, give me, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Okay. All right, let me just... Uh, so let me tell you about this movie. I fucking loved it. I cannot get over. It was epic. It had pathos. It had heart. It had lovable characters. I fucking laughed my ass off. The fucking effects. I fucking loved it. It was so, so good. Omg! Sounds I i i wish they made more of these movies. It, it's fucking heartbreaking that they pulled a Bumblebee. Like Bumblebee was like an awesome movie, right? right yeah, yeah. because it was like what the 10th transformer movie because it had
4: john cena in it that's why it had john it, cena it, had, oh, it again, also had john cena do you cena, see yes.
1: do you see a connection it's I all do. about john cena right <laughs> so anyway hold on I'm not done I I still got to go so anyway uh where was I uh bumblebee uh, bumblebee yes so bumblebee was awesome right and it took him like five movies to get to that point but by that point you don't care because you're so burnt out on transformers because it's just been sucking for four movies this movie the same exact thing i was like this movie was awesome Holy shit, I want to see more. This is the DCEU that should have been on screen. And guess Deep what? Builder. Exactly. <laughs> I had I think Rug, Boy last week said that I would have like a, a penis hard as onyx for this movie. <laughs> and you know what? You're right, buddy. It was hard like granite. Yeah, granite. Yeah, grind it. yeah grind it
0: you called pants. it. You called big, it. Wow. Big.
1: Hard. It was like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 level epic of just the story just goes into all these places you don't think it's going to go. Characters are dying, uh, characters getting uh, killed unexpectedly, like even characters you weren't even expecting to die yeah, yeah. are dying. And characters had arcs, like real, real heroic arcs that you don't really see. And let me tell you the other thing, okay? We had how many tentpole movies that came out this year, starting with like what Godzilla vs Kong up to this movie? Yeah, yeah. They were all fucking garbage, and I was, I was. Throwing in the towel on 2021 tentpole films because I'm a sucker for these movies, right? Like yeah, that's why yeah. we do. That's why you guys do this podcast is because of these tentpole films for the most part. Right. Yeah. That's why we're all here. Absolutely. And I was like, this is really is the worst year 10 tentpole films. And then this movie came out and I said, Holy shit. Like you can you could still make a tentpole film and make like a heartwarming, not heartwarming, but you can make a story <laughs> I mean, with, is. with uh passion. And I just saw it as uh James Gunn just sort of saying, Hey, I'm back. This is the kind of movie I can make. Yep. When you just take the shackles off and it looked like he was waiting to make this movie his entire career. So Damn. Those are my first impressions. Was that good? Energetic enough? Good. All right. Was, good night. I like it. That I was like it. fantastic. Good. I don't know if I can maintain that for the rest of the show, but I'm, I'm going to try. You can dial so. it back down, down yeah. to a comfortable level for you, You can Johnny. relax now. Anthony, okay, can you good.
0: match
4: that enthusiasm? You can't match it. I don't know. I cannot match
3: that. Not not in this state. <laughs> 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 um, even my laughs. I don't even sound like I'm really laughing. <laughs> yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I uh, The more I think about it, the more I enjoy it. I similarly... I think I, I kind of vibe with James Gunn's style yeah. in terms of, like, the family stuff, broken people, control, like, all the different things he kind of t- tries to interweave into a story that, like, on the surface just looks bonkers crazy and, like, looks very weird and things like, that, like, you just didn't think that these types of movies would be made for a comic. Like, no one would think you'd have a, a guy with detachable arms I know it's so ridiculous um, it also helps that the Suicide Squad And I would highly recommend if you like hate watching things to watch uh, the Cosmonaut Variety Hour they did a recent release of worst movies that are terrible movies in comic book history and they recap Suicide Squad I watched that and I was like, "Oh my God! Suicide so Squad bad. is an awful, 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 awful movie." And it is trying to be what this movie is, which is like a James Gunn movie with the needle drops and all that stuff. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoy this. This is the um, this is what you want to see. Like you want to see you want to see the the whole j- spectrum of of movie making in comic book film. And this one's you know a lot more different than what you're normally going to see um, from Marvel or DC at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many things. There's so many themes. There's so many, as I mentioned, the the betrayals, the cover-ups, the the comedy. I mean, John Cena is is a national treasure right now.
0: <laughs> he impresses <laughs> me every time. Every movie I see he, him, he's He's, the best he's
3: fantastic yeah. in that role. I mean, everything, everything. It just it all clicks. The movie, everything makes sense. By the end, you like you care about rats and you care about. Oh my God! You know the 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 line where he's like. Adrius Alba's like it's your, pretend it's your mom, or yeah, yeah. Like that. Abner, and you just see a you giant shot is. of the mom. It's
0: your mom. It's your mom. And that's and it's fantastic, like, and it's so ridiculous.
3: Yeah. But it's also like it just works. Like he just James Gunn has a really good knack for like interweaving little threads that pay off later, and and they're like so ridiculous. Yet you know it just I can't say enough good things about it. I I think it's a really well done movie.
4: Damn. All right, rugs. What are your thoughts? Wow, I'm going against the grain oh, big time. Oh, I was waiting for that. Oh, shit. Well, no, I'm not going to say I didn't like this movie. I did actually enjoy it. I actually, one of the things I like a lot about it is that they use the R rating. Yeah. And, and that's something cool. Like, James went into the R rating. He fucking did these brutal deaths and and all of these things. Um, Overall, there were some moments where there were some great, character moments where like they were interacting with one another. There were some poignant scenes. Like when Ratcatcher uh, rat catcher was talking to Idris Elba about her dad and all the other stuff and all these things, kind of all these relationships kind of pan out. So James Gunn has got a talent for that. Like he's yeah. got a talent for developing relationships between the characters. And that's really strong. I did find myself kind of like be like almost like, in his attempt to try and um subvert expectations, like I'm like, okay, all these guys are dead. Like in the, I'm like in the first five oh, yeah. minutes, oh, I you know. know team a is, is yeah, we can, know. Is and and, and we saw that in Deadpool too. So yeah. it's not even original. So I was like, all right, well, we know that. So like this whole thing is kind of, and like you named all of these actors that are in the, and then they don't matter at all. I don't even yeah. know why you named them because they were even had no screen they, time. No, they didn't. So, <laughs> but um like, like if you could tell me anything about the orange girl, uh, I would like to know.
0: No, helicopters freak her out. She's like, yeah, that's know. all we know. She's like, all we know. Ah! She
4: jumps out and really starts screaming. But like, okay, so it gets off to a good start. We have the uh, team B now picks up and goes into the, into the mission. And I think for the most part, it goes off pretty well. Like I'm, I'm having a good time. Yeah. there are only times there's, there's three different things in this movie that kind of, besides that first part, which is pre- completely kind of predictable, in the fact that I know, like, they're not going to be able to put all these characters on screen in that, okay, these guys are definitely going to be dead. Was Nanawe being King Shark. Yeah. I know people love that, but I think James Gunn has done this too many times where he make, he has to make a cute character and to make a cute character out of a shark. I feel like you can lean in the opposite direction. Like a fucking shark is the most terrifying thing in the world. It is. It's fucking a stuff of nightmares. And you make it cute. You make people I like. I mean, it. he's still and threatening, kind of like a, though. Not really. He's still fucking. Not really. He's, he's still men. I mean. But, uh, he, but he he's designed so people fall in love with him. And that's yeah. fine. And people do. Yeah. But I was just like, that's a little bit. He does that all the time. He got drags. Like Batista's. Yeah, he got, he got Yeah, Drexed. He got drags. That's what it is. So I was like, he does it all the time. So I, I was kind of disappointed in that. And I knew that going in because yeah. we knew that uh Stallone was going to be the voice and we've seen the trailers. So I wasn't really like miffed about it. I was just like, ah, well, it would have been cooler if he did this. It's not like I hated the movie. And then there was a certain thing where they started doing the time shift where they would show one part and then they'd all of a sudden go back and they show you the back, other part. Yeah, what's happening over here. And there yeah. was a whole part of the movie. I'm like, where the fuck is Harley Quinn? Well, like, they we, showed you. Yeah, I know. But the, I, I'm sitting there wondering, I'm like, are they, oh, and now we're going back to this part again. And I felt like if they just cut between those things, it would work so much better as far as pacing. He's trying to do like a Tarantino thing there a little bit, maybe. I didn't. I didn't think it worked that well. But other than that, I actually enjoyed the movie a lot. Starro was cool. I did not like the, the the rats at the end. There was like way too many rats. That, that, that was just that was just like come on, all right, dude, give me you a know break. How many, in New York City,
0: the rats per people there are. There's, that's how many rats was that, there are. There's, there's actually a lot of there's rats. There's a, a lot the of world.
4: rats. <laughs> It's just crazy. It's probably, I, I mean, thought,
1: you know what, when all those rats were coming, when they had that shot from above, I said, yeah. that's a, that's a lot of rats.
4: Yeah. That's a lot. Of, yeah. So I like, <laughs> but I mean,
1: when James Gunn does this
4: thing and it's fine, he does it and he does it well. Like, so I'm not like, but this is what he does is he creates an air of comedy that basically is a shield that where he can get away with anything. Yeah. Like this is now going to insulate me. I can do whatever I want. No one will question it. And I think that that's great if you have balls to do things. And he did. So I got to give him props that he did. He blew fucking heads up. Yeah, this movie fucked, has the, balls, the deaths dude. are crazy. He's ripping people apart. Yeah, love all of that shit. Yeah, but it also insulates him from having to fucking you know really, really make sense at, or, or or really take anything seriously. So. um Overall, I really enjoyed this film. I just had a few things that I was like, Oh, okay. Here we go again with James Gunn. But like, overall, I really enjoyed it. I think this is heads and tails above Suicide Squad. Oh, I mean, that's miles I mean, You're no, starting, at, at, the, you're starting yeah. at the fucking very rock bottom of yes. bad. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, Suicide Squad is not the, the first Suicide Squad is bad, but it's not as bad as people say it is. Like, there's enjoyable parts of that movie as well. But this is better. Like, the action's better. Like the choreography is better, the way it's shot is better. The like writing the direct, is better. The directing is better. Yeah, all of that, all around, is it's just a better film. Just a better film on on every level. So I got to give James Gunn kudos for that. But I really wish that he would graduate to another level. I really wish that he would graduate because, like, there is this thing now. Everybody can do what he does. Like, uh, uh-huh. like, like Taika Waititi does the same thing. Kind of, yeah. This, the guy who directed Scott Pilgrim does the same thing they're all these guys Edgar that do Wright, the same yeah. thing they're like all these guys that have this brand of humor comedy gore action horror action, action. yeah i mean and i'm like yeah. all right now we're like now we're now you're becoming a meme like now you're becoming you're a trope yeah but but you know what it is enjoyable when you do so it yeah when you do it's it it's enjoyable right. that's why they're doing it so i did enjoy myself but this, i always ask myself what does this mean for filmmaking mm. all right mm-hmm. so what does it mean Luckily he is an auteur and he is very good at what he does. So at least we're getting it done by the like the very best of who can do it. In that way, I mean I, was, I mean you take Taika Waititi and Edgar Wright, you, they're all just as good as him. But like but there there there's three guys that at least I know they're uh, the same level talent-wise yeah. that can do this kind of film. So there you go, that's my opinion. I think it was very good. I enjoyed it. I wasn't overwhelmed with joy i was just like oh this is competent it's entertaining i am enjoying it and uh yeah it's great it's it's fun you should check it out absolutely uh, yeah no i fucking lo- i love
0: this movie i had a great time super entertaining i got a chance to watch it twice and it's because the r rating it is like it's something Marvel is not able to do right now. So, and he took advantage of that. They've had a string of like really good R rated movies. If you think of Birds of Prey and Joker, I kind of, this is what I want to see more from DC. But I love. Uh, everything you guys said, it was fucking violent and fun, and the humor hits. Um, I love how he elevated, the same like he did in Guardians, obscure characters like Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man and gave them these great, fucked up backstories, and you actually kind of care for them. And I would have thought Ratcatcher's power not very useful, but I was wrong. Now, that power it's that's pretty useful if there are a lot of rats everywhere and uh that's very handy to have i was like i love how he used everybody's power even in the beginning rugs you said the beach scene you know they were all gonna die but the deaths were kind of creative and unique, it was so fun to one. watch
4: you didn't care that you knew and you had to, I it was knew coming pete yeah.
0: davidson as blackguard was the first one to die i think i said that on like a show a long time ago i was like pete davidson's gonna die first and he did, and that was fucking fantastic.
4: But did did that really work out for you? This whole thing with um Michael Rooker, He's opened the movie with yeah, him. That was that is kind of weird. And, and then he dies, and like you don't feel anything about him at all. And he dies. He's because just kind of like this. This he's he kind of freaked like, out and turned and ran. And like even his, his character. Yeah. He didn't even have like any impact on me at all.
3: Well, I don't think you're supposed to feel no. anything. I think it's just to show how expendable a lot of these characters are.
4: Yeah, well, uh, I felt like I was my time was expendable when I watched. It. <laughs> you know, it should matter, you know. But anyway, that's all I think. Well, I,
3: I think I think he's going for the fact, like the first Suicide Squad movie, there's only like one guy that dies, right? And you, you're dies so, dies and, right away. and it's that Native American yep, character yep. that doesn't even get a, yeah. a, a title thing. Yeah, on he the doesn't screen. get a title Slipknot. card. Slipknot. I Whereas was, yeah. this one, like, he just establishes right off the bat. A lot of these guys can die. Like they're all, they're all going to die.
4: I wanted to like that guy. I wanted to cheer for that guy to be the badass, and then I wanted him to die. Well, but
0: uh, well, he's.
3: But I don't think you're supposed no, to shoot for that. Like, that guy kills a little bird just for no reason, right in the beginning. It was of a lot of, of the bird that's. Yeah, but
0: well, that's the that's the thing. Did you, you notice yeah, the bird got bird bird revenge died? though? After like yeah, yeah, the, bird gets, yeah, well, back, yeah. the
1: bird yeah. came back. Then they burn all those. Oh, birds then they
0: the birds in the cage. That made me angry. I was like, oh, they burn the birds in the cage, but then, but then Harley
3: Quinn. Harley Quinn imagines that there's birds all around. Oh, that's her right. She's yeah, with yeah, flowers. It's about the, there's a lot of theme like that's where I kind of disagree with you, Rugs. Is that I, there's a lot of like interweaved themes that he puts in there with like freedom and like control, like birds being controlled and like the rats are controlled and these people are controlled. Mm. But then there, but then like the government's controlling everything, and then like it's about like kind of figuring out like where you fit in in the midst of everyone trying to control everything. And this squad figures out by the end, like they can kind of control some of their own fate and make some of their own decisions and not be controlled. So I think there is a lot of actually interweaving of like really serious things. Well, the
4: writing is better. The writing is better than most movies. I said that Uh, there is, yeah, there is a a thematic element that runs through it that does have an element about controlling and not only that, but like figuring out who you are and what your place is and all that other stuff. Right. and what your role is. And, and um, that that's all there. That's in every James Gunn movie. That's like something that's not new to James Gunn. And that's family. Like, That's part of his brand, you know? So right. so I'm, I'm like, I mean, like, the other one had to do with Guardians of the Galaxy was fatherhood. The other yeah. one's about, you know, Coming together. Family. Yeah, and family. Well, so they have father he has, themes he's, he's, in this one.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, James Gunn has a lot of father issues from growing up. <laughs> you no, know, if you I've yeah, I read interviews with him and he talks about growing up in uh, Missouri and I think his father left him or he was abusive or something. Oh, shit. So So that's why like I'm watching this and there's a lot of uh, father father. Child relationships. Yeah. What like with Taika waititi playing ratcatcher's dad and
0: That was great. So I loved Ratcatcher's backstory and I even loved how they showed the flashback on the window of the bus. Really well done. Like what a great artistic way to do it. And then you see Taika and then you find out Blood Sports dad fucking locked him in a box with rats for twenty-four hours. And
4: so they both had, uh, had opposite kind of dads. Yeah, there was yeah. some really good stuff going on with
1: Radcatcher R- R- and Idris Elba. She Toma was there. a standout. I actually didn't really... I liked King Shark. He looked awesome. King Shark. I, I like King Shark. I wasn't crazy about him. Like, <laughs> I, like he wasn't... <laughs> no, dead
4: monster (laughs) nom nom i don't know it just didn't work on i didn't it didn't really work that well on me i i mean i thought it was cool that stallone was doing the voice yeah that was great the shot in
0: the rain where he rips the guy in half is gorgeous the whole rain sequence is fucking beautiful oh my god Oh, the way
1: they disappear into the rain yeah and
0: you can't see him and they so there's a couple of things this movie does that gets huge points for me i loved the title how like the like the blood would turn into the credits and the fire with the words, the really creative Oh that was cool, yeah. The, yeah, the title transitions and then rugs. We gotta talk about the fucking music he used. Because yeah, James Gunn, we know in Guardians, he picks you know some great uh, he's all 70s into the music. Themes. So in this one, three great songs. First of all, opening with Folsom Prison, Johnny Cash with Savant. That was fantastic. I love that. Uh the those are people gonna die. That's a great song and like very relevant. just a gigolo another great song but then rugs he uses fucking a pixie song yeah
4: one of the most obscure ones hey
0: Hey, and it's one of my favorite pixie songs and in the rain scene and when it came on i was like oh shit oh shit he used a pixie song nobody it's such a great song i love that scene i love that pick. so i fell in love with this movie for a lot of reasons there's another big reason i will reveal later but the pixies
4: is one of them is there, is, is there because there's a brown person in this movie? You're no.
0: close. You oh, we just, you <laughs> want racist. Me to Racist.
4: No, no. You want me to just tell
0: you now? Go ahead. David sure. Desmalchian plays Polka Dot Man. He has fucking vitiligo. Oh, he, shit. He taught. He grew up being bullied and being <laughs> called spots. And, for J, and James Gunn didn't know this. But when Desmalchian was offered this role, he connected to it. Because the polka dot man has vitiligo. It's fucking awesome. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Uh, What an amazing coincidence to happen. You got
1: representation. Yes, I
0: feel seen. You thought it was Miss Marvel, but you were wrong. Now I just need need a jacked Packy to play the next Peter Parker. And he has to have vitiligo also. (laughs) Then my life will (laughs) be. will truly love (laughs) Spider-Man.
1: We'll see what we can do for you.
3: I, I liked I liked. Oh, man was great. I liked all the characters that he had in the main. The team B Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, the team B. I liked. I liked all. I of might.
1: Them. I might even go as far as saying that this is probably the most visually stunning comic book film oh, that shit. I've seen in terms of uh, directing and colors yeah. and because see I was as Tony knows and Rogue Boy. I was sold on James Gunn and uh, definitely the second Guardians with his colors and cinematography, but just that scene again in the rain where they come out and everything's just sort of white oh, and they, they just appear. And then there's a great shot of Rick flag in a helicopter where he's lit green in the front, but red in the back. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of little, just visually, Gorgeous scenes in the The whole
0: third act is in daylight and like Starro looks cool. You know, he could have done it at night, but it's in bright oh, daylight. You see Starro's everything.
1: attack on the city. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's just smashing my shit left and my right. Love it was amazing. Of Godzilla movies was like roaring in my brain <laughs> because I'm watching it and the angles that he's shooting at looks like episodes of Ultraman that I've yeah, watched recently. Yeah, I thought
0: it was really well
3: yeah, done. That's true. You know, yeah, I, he is. he does shoot it very I well. I just
1: there. watched um, an interview with James Gunn and they talked about how he loves *Common Rider, and he loves Ultraman, and he said he loves all kaiju films. And then ah. he went and talked about how he loves 80s and 90s Hong Kong action films, like all the John Woo films and Ringo Lama and those guys. So as I'm watching this movie, I see all of that. Like Harley's Escape is basically a John Woo film.
0: It's very John Wick, also a little bit. Well, yeah, John Wick or sort John of Wu. came from well, from John uh,
1: Woo. Yes, John yes. John Wick kind of came from all that. Um, <laughs> yes, he did. He's really not idiot. original at all. But no. yes, yes, we know it's very well documented. <laughs> yes, um, but no, that entire I'm sequence right. very, very John Woo, and then the star was like very much a kaiju film, and you, I just love that you see all the influences play out on the screen because sometimes you know you don't see that at all with some film directors. Yeah, let's talk about that Harley sequence because
0: part of me is like. This is weird. was this whole thing really necessary? but what do you mean? just her her whole little storyline where she I love that she fucks the president and then kills him, but that was kind of her closure from Joker. yeah, it was it was more like a uh,
3: because again, in suicide squad and Joker or her relationship with the Joker is so attached yeah. to him, and so like she does doesn't have a ton of agency where in this one like she's clearly grown from that character, a terrible character really from that movie. Into like something where you're like, oh, she's just not like, she's not dumbass. Like she, she's gonna, she's gonna find something in the character. And, and even though it's like the most extreme thing you can do is just kill the guy. She's like, she's definitely evolved as a character I mean, I could, from I that. See I, was, I see her yeah. point. I see her point.
1: I was going to say them? the same thing. This is the first time she didn't bother me. Um, the only thing that bothers me about her is that she has a little bit of that. They make her character a little bit like the, like Black Widow, right? Because she's a human and she could just mm-hmm. fall through crumbling buildings and survive. And Survive, and, you know, like Black Widow, like when she ricochets off the the rooftop. Yes, and, and, and sh- lands and, and, like a cat. Oh my god, <laughs> she bounced off down, four
0: things and landed on well, a car accident. I'll,
1: I'll say that
3: the 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 reason, I mean, the fact that she's even in the Suicide Squad, this the guy that I recommended earlier, Cosmonaut for Variety Hour, points it out in the first film. He's like. Yeah, Harley Quinn really has no use on the Suicide Squad. Like you would never <laughs> oh, recruit no. that random girl. Like she's not like deadly with weapons. She's not super like tactical. Yeah. She doesn't have any superpowers. She's just a, point. a Popular character. Yeah. So as to so that to that end, she's always going to be a bad fit in the Suicide Squad because. She has no purpose. But this really. one, they
0: gave her the javelin. They gave her the purpose that she had to find, kind of, and she no, can. No, they definitely, a they definitely, launcher.
3: yeah, they definitely tried to make weave her in yeah. much better than in the. Yeah, first they
1: one. they beefed up her characterization a lot more because she was just like crazy. Her. She was just crazy with the baseball bat in the first yeah, film. Right, this like, one, she what actually. What are you gonna do? Yeah,
0: she picked up guns. She fucking killed everybody. I also let's. There's so many things to talk about. I love. Well, I want to kind of just give me a second. Yeah. I want to kind of
3: compare it like why this film works so much better than that. Than first, first like that first film, first off, that first film tries to be a James Gunn movie. If you go back and watch that, I think they have within the first seven or eight minutes, seven or eight original or not original. um licensed songs that oh, they're yeah. trying and to it's like it's
1: too much it's like it's too, too much. much Like
3: it's like sensory overload yeah. they're trying they're to like make this songs. more yeah. well right. Anthony and, I, I don't yeah. know
1: if you have been following this but David Ayer has been kind of vocal about oh yeah he cut. wants the Ayer and out. Yeah. but no but he I was really surprised by this he said my cut didn't have any of those songs in it basically oh yeah I had right. no idea I thought that was him but that was yeah. That was there, the there's a lot of there's a lot
3: of um, stuff that came out like he's he claims he made like a soulful drama yeah And I think the studio looked at it from what I've heard slash read. The studio looked at that original film and went, this movie's boring. We needed We need to make this like James Gunn's type of movies. Um, So then they they completely hacked it up. But like this, this movie does a lot better job of establishing each of the characters. They do. They kind of like give a fuck you to the first movie, right? Like they kill Boomerang right away. He's kind of a holdover from that last movie. They just basically are like, forget about all that. This is this is. Going to be our suicide squad. And you still have like Viola Davis, who's like an, a freaking Academy Award winning oh, actress I thought she was fucking nuts in wall. this. And
0: she's even more cutthroat and fucking insane in this. She's, movie.
3: she's yeah, she's going to throw. I liked that this was all actually to protect the U.S. government. Like, yeah, this they is. they were the bad rang, guy. That
0: was the U.S. That government. That like
3: super true yeah. because the U.S. does this shit all the time where they're like propping up regimes yep. and like doing Latin things American on different countries. countries. Do you
0: know how many Latin American countries right. they have fucked with?
1: I was actually that so all rang very true. I was really taken aback by how political the film got. And in an interview I was reading last night, James Gunn talked about that, and he said there was actually a when they're looking at photos of the military government in Corto Maltese. He yeah. said he had a picture of that dictator with Reagan that was pretty big, and he said he made it smaller because he thought it was a little too heavy-handed. Oh my god! But I like even Rick's flag, like Rick Flag's story arc, how he just wanted to expose it. And just a commentary on the U.S. government. I was like, this is a little heavier than normal comic book movies. And I
4: was. Oh, absolutely. This would not yeah. be done by Marvel. No way to sanitize this. it. No, because of China. Would, because they have to sell yeah. it to
1: China,
3: and that's. sad. I mean, the, the, the furthest Marvel went was with Black Panther, where they oh, kind yeah. of towed the line. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they wouldn't. I don't. Not right now. They wouldn't go this far. That's
4: no. one of the things I, I like about this movie. It's a it's a hard R. There, James Gunn got a lot of breathing room to do whatever he wanted, and you could see that it's more of a director's vision, and the story is a little bit more biting than the other stuff that's kind of like watered down. And you know, it's it, it does have its edge, which I and that's what I love about this movie. But it's also super comic booky
1: at the same time, and he just makes it, it balance, work. Yes, it yeah. balances both very very well, and that's the thing. That you got with this film because stylistically, it, I think it blows away like 90% of the Marvel films, oh, even though shit. Marvel has oh, a better shit. body of work. Yeah. But then you run the risk of if you keep bringing all these directors in, then you get a David Ayer and you get uh, Jack Snyder and you got to bring the right people in. And if you don't, then you get Batman or Superman or Justice League, or, you know, or Wonder Woman 2.
4: Well, these guys, uh, the other thing is that these guys are not really superpowered beings like the most superpowered guy is the shark and they barely use him Um, and so they don't really have this epic like Thanos gods clashing you know like um, Mm. uh, you know spectacle going on it's more it's a lot more grounded so I don't I know James Gunn has done that in Guardians movies where he's had a little bit more grandiose shit but this is basically like a lot of these guys are just humans. Yeah. You know, yeah. With yeah. weird mutations, crazy ass shit.
1: There was that scene at the end when well, at the end of the during the climactic battle where uh, Bloodsport is sort of starting to lead. Right. Because yeah. he grows yeah, as a leader. Great. Yeah. And I'm, as I'm watching this, I'm like, how are they going to fucking defeat this thing? And I, I was like, maybe something with rat catcher. Like, I was kind of like the rats. That. No, they did it really well, and I think like Harley jumping in and cutting the eye open, and then they were able to jump in there. And
0: that was such a weird thing too. I didn't expect her to just go into like a liquid uh, and float there, like it's a pool. It was really disturbing, and even the rats biting the veins and then the blood filling up. I was like, oh my god, that was very
1: yeah, it was very disturbing that whole sequence. (laughs) But let me tell you, like when those, let me tell you this, guys. I don't know why I I said that. Let me tell you
4: this. I I think that. It would have been cooler if the rats didn't all come out and like and like crawl over the and they would have just jumped into the, just one big stream of rats would have just it would have been more believable. It was just one stream of rats going into the eyeball after Carly Pierce's.
0: Well, it. I had to crawl over them so that what's his name could get over his fear of rats a little bit, which was a nice also part of the story. And he finally pets Sebastian at the end. And I was like, oh, he likes. Did
4: that really? So. Did, did the movie hang on this guy's fear of rats? Does that really yes, fucking it matter? Did. It does it's not matter in the development. development. Yeah, Ratcatcher made there. him see
0: the rats. Where? What else you want? I, there's so many things I want to talk there's about. So, I mean, there's a there's, lot. Of, there's the, there's a uh, so the scene
3: for me. One of the, my favorite scenes. I have a lot of favorite scenes, but one of my favorites was uh, Peacemaker and. Bloodsport, like, trying to one-up each that other, killing everyone. Fantastic. Oh my god! Was, and, then they, and then you find out that those guys were going to be on their side. I was crying. I,
1: he, when Peacemaker says, I, I didn't see any soldiers, and I didn't see any freedom fighters. Did you? No, we didn't see any of them. That was great. I that was, was fun. You're having, like, a
0: dick-swinging contest, and, like, just the way he chops the one dude up and uh, the creative kills. But, like, that's,
3: the thing is, like, Peacemaker is such a, like, a funny character, but then, like, he's also, like, very... Like he will do anything to protect the shield type character. Yeah, he's and then pro liberty. He's like, oh liberty. wow, like he, well he, yeah he's like he'll do anything for freedom. Which like on paper he's like it sounds cheesy as hell. But then like you get to the point where they could expose the U.S. government, and he's well yeah, he was, not, that was the, we're not doing he was that. Sent, but we're she sent
0: him to, to be that guy. Like this was a double well, yes of double, double Yeah, cross. she sent him. But but, he's but he will so, take that mission. Yeah. No, yeah
3: he's so like dedicated to the to protecting the flag. Yeah. That he will do anything like he will he will he will cover up anything because the 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 collective is better than anything getting exposed which is like much more deep it than is. you would ha- have it's anticipated for over, it, that yeah. character who's earlier on he's in his fucking tighty whitey's <laughs> why like, are you in your underwear <laughs> <laughs> just standing there you're like this is like that That i think that james gunn does that really well like he takes ridiculous things but then associates them or ties them to things that when you think about it are are very serious and he he blends those things together and you're like I don't know how the hell that worked like John Cena wearing a toilet bowl on his head oh my god all of a sudden now he's about to kill Ratcatcher and you're like oh my god he's gonna kill this girl in cold blood you know this is like he does I think he does a really good job of of intertwining and that was a
0: great fucking scene when Bloodsport finally lands there and then the callback to the I'll shoot I'll use smaller bullets (laughs) It was so ridiculous yet so it's epic, so like good. him falling
3: through the, the building, like like leveling down to like, oh no, like it, this is now a boss level yep, fight it where was video like game. in front of each and other. He looks yeah, so like, it was like a video He
0: looks so cool. I don't know, that pose. So obviously there, you know, there's a HBO Peacemaker spin-off show, and once he got killed, I was like, Oh, it's gonna be a prequel, but then there is that post credit scene where they are keeping him alive to save the fucking world. So they've talked about the show and how you're going to find out about Peacemaker's background and his relationship with his dad, where he came from. But I can't wait to see more. By the way, John Cena went on, like, all the late night talk shows in the Peacemaker outfit to promote the show like a maniac.
1: You know, I notice I'm starting to notice that he is to that character like Ryan Reynolds is to Deadpool. A
4: little bit. Like, he's perfect for as this Peacemaker that he's made. Think about this. Like, Peacemaker is, like, an unknown character. No one fucking knows him from the hole in the wall. He can own this character absolutely. Like yeah. he can be what you think of. Peacemaker, going to TV only show. Think of John Cena. This is yeah. his,
1: this is his big break. I think this is like what's going to really cement him is this role. But
4: how do you make a star out of a guy who's like a guy who kills for the government for liberty? Well, how did
1: you make? You know, how they make Deadpool a star? He's a mercenary with hamburger face that had anal sex. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. From his, his girlfriend gave him anal sex with a dildo. <laughs> a quick, quick, <laughs> quick aside, yeah.
3: quick aside, not to take this too <laughs> off topic, but do you guys like John Cena or The Rock better? Because those guys are. Uh, those, like I'm like sick of, I'm personally
1: sick of The Rock. I'm, I'm ready for Cena. I think Batista is better than all of them really oh wow! yeah mm. I,
3: yeah that's the third yeah, one. That's yeah the third i think now. he's
1: better i think he's done more varied work because the rock is always the rock and Cena's kind is, of just cena yeah but if you see batista and guardians and then blade runner blade runner 2049 i mean it's like night and day i
0: saw him in that stuber movie and he <laughs> it was not that good i didn't uh i was not impressed
1: i'm i'm on the cena train i think right now
3: he's in bumblebee he's like more of a kind of a dick in this one he's like as James Gunn kind of put it, like a douchey Captain America. Yes. What else was he in recently? He was, I didn't see he that, was hot, good that, in, um, that Fast and Furious movie. No, he
1: was terrible in that. Uh, the movie was just <laughs> fucking awful. Well, I think that movie was just It was just all... Right? It was, I like all those stupid movies, and that was probably the worst one. Uh, no, he was good in, uh, He's Train in Trainwreck. Rack. He was, yeah, he was, he was really trainwreck. funny in Trainwreck. You didn't see
0: The Marine...
1: I did not. See. Negative, no, I, sir.
0: I think he, what you use him and you lean into his comedic whatever. I would like Cena now. And I agree with you, Bilotti. I just seen too much of The Rock. Too much. Cena seems a little fresher. And he's every time I said, mm-hmm. I, he's fucking funny. He's impressed me. I'm like, oh, my God. John Cena but, is but, fucking but,
1: funny. But physically, like his fight scene with Rick Flagg was yeah, one of the that was best. Super, like, I don't want to call it a superhero fight scene, but that was some of the best fight choreography I've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah, they killed Rick Flagg. I really like Joel Kamin yeah. as this Rick Flag. I, I just, was
1: genuinely sad because yeah. I actually did well, like him in Suicide Squad.
3: They be, you know why? Because they hundred percent rehab that in Suicide Squad. That character is so fucking. Yeah, toast. he's horrible, and this is a he's completely different version. Movie. And they just, yeah. they just, yeah, they completely rehabbed him into something that like. You could actually root for him, but by yeah, the end like you're him. like, holy shit, I, would, I, I don't want that guy to die because he actually has a, like, a moral compass and he's about to expose the U.S. And he yeah. had
0: some good lines and he's got some good humor. The bonding scene I thought also was kind of great like to see them hang out Which one? Uh, when they were in the bar, when they were meeting Thinker. And hey, did, just you
1: see, drunk. did you see, um, what's her name And yeah.
0: from Guardians is in that scene. She's on stage right there yeah. up front. Uh, and then the, my favorite shot is when you see Polka Dot Man and he's dancing and it's all his mom that he's grinding against. It's so fucking funny. Or when
1: his mom is gigantic attacking the
0: city. It's great. And he's like, when do you see your mom? He's like, everywhere. Everybody yeah. is his mom. Uh, <laughs> so good. What do they call him? Norman Bates? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah, go, to Norman Bates. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy calls him a fucking pussy in the beginning. That was shot in gun also,
1: playing Sean. Calendar oh, Man how did we not talk about weasel
0: weasel i i wanted oh to see God. more with weasel but again, every
1: single time it opened its mouth i was dying with he laughter is
0: so creepy he's not dead as we see the first credit scene he i was like weasel's not dead he can't be dead and he gets up and the, when he walks away it's the fucking funniest thing the funniest walk but i he, he i wanted more from weasel he was hilarious he
1: was great he did kill 27 children yeah i, I He's like, I think he
0: agreed to come with us. I don't know.
3: (laughs) You know, I I have to even give him credit on this. Uh, It sounds like I'm loving James Gunn, which I am. But I even felt like, you know, Starro is such a ridiculous looking character. But those scenes where they're like discovering what Starro is and that it's basically like he's shooting these face huggers at people. And like the people are like still alive, but being controlled by Starro. And you see the experiments of people like on the gurneys like strapped in with like little fucking staros on their face i'm like this is like very disturbing oh yeah Yeah. that's great yeah and i'm like and but you have a fucking pink starfish yeah yeah with a cartoony
1: eye and it totally works but how perfect is someone like gun to direct something that fucking out there right like the yeah, way all right. the, right? like all the way all the starro's talk for the giant one through the the humans and how about that last line where they said i was happy floating in I space looking so at stars i so bad for oh starro he was,
0: he really was he was out there minding his own business and stupid americans bring him to earth and fucking test on him and oh, he at God. first he's yeah, like are you going to free line. me he's been torturing me for 30 years i was like yeah. fuck starro jesus uh let's talk yeah. about like, did you guys have any favorite deaths I enjoyed a couple, for example, TDK, which we find out is the det- detachable kid, and you see him use his power. Made up character, by the he's way. He's not dead. You don't think he's dead? They sh- they were shooting his arms, and he's writhing in the background. But his power is just to be annoying and slap people around with his arms. That was fucking hilarious. It was so <laughs> weird. And then I thought the thinker's death was pretty epic because uh, Star- oh, yeah, he gets ripped Yeah, apart. by Star- oh, gets revenge.
3: My favorite was it's not the, the one of the big characters dying, but it was in that scene where John Cena and and Idris Elba are killing yeah. everyone. It's the the guy's like I think in bed sleeping, and John Cena just casually walks by. Chop chop chop
1: chop chop. Oh, that was hilarious! Was like, that was so horrible. funny.
3: <laughs> just like just like no emotion whatsoever. Just Rambo. <laughs> I, I I just that whole scene and then the playoff being the fact that these were like rebel yes, soldiers that were remember, on their side. Like, remember oh he my flicks, God.
0: Uh, Bloodsport flicks him off and Cena like jerks off and throws it. Jerks hand off. Hand yeah, hand yeah, hand. Yeah. And then I was really sad when Polka Dot Man died
1: because he was like,
0: "I'm a superhero, I'm a motherfucking
1: super," and then Squish. I was oh, I knew like, that. No. you could tell that he was going to die in that moment no. just the way it was set up. That the way the shot was set up. I said, "Oh, he's going to die," and then right he gets slammed. How about that scene when? Um, Amanda Waller's going like she's dropping bombs. When F-bombs. she loses her shit, it's she fantastic. loses her shit, and they knock her out with a golf club. She's like, "You
4: dumb motherfuckers! Don't make me do this! You pieces of shit!" It's so good. <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? Like now that she's like, those people are still alive. That did that. That's see. That's yeah. what I
1: didn't understand because the first movie, she killed her entire team. She did kill her team. That's true. and Maybe this one, she's she just sitting them. in the office looking at them. Would have, yeah, I didn't get. Dude, that. I, was I was cheering
4: for them. I was like, yeah, I'll fucking knock her out. She's crazy. Like you're all gonna die. That's what I was thinking. But you're gonna, you're all dead. Don't do this shit. Yeah,
1: I was surprised that like she let them all live. That would have been a, that would
4: have been a better post credit scene. It's <laughs> like they're all like they're all at the bar and then the fucking whole bar explodes and just the man ah. in the water like is in her car. Yeah.
0: The, uh, just, just don't fuck with me. That dude John <laughs> and the blonde girl are going to be in the Peacemaker show, so they can't kill them. John, John,
1: the, the, so her, they really
0: the don't. They really oh, get yeah. no comeuppance. No, they get
3: no. They, well, they, no, they
1: they say that. Oh, this her punishment is us having to deal with this asshole or something. Oh, that's what well, they the,
3: say. Idris Elba scared. What's up? Bloodsport. They have um. Oh, they have the files. Yeah, he's yeah, blackmail them with the the video of her, the yeah.
0: thing, which I thought that was pretty so, clever. Also. Right. A good you, way, you know that right.
1: blonde, that blonde woman is James Gunn's wife.
0: Oh, oh, no, no, oh yeah.
1: Really? yeah, I was on his Instagram last night. I was just scrolling through because he posted something. I said, let me, Jennifer look at his Holland is, Jennifer is his Holland, wife." Yeah, oh. and it was a picture of her on set, and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, that's his wife. She's cute." I was like, "Who's this, Jennifer Holland?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Who's this girl getting all the screen time?" And yeah, blood, that's his wife.
0: Oh, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, that explains a lot. <laughs> What else? There's some great lines. So at the end, we are left with who survived Bloodsport. Ratcatcher, harley quinn and king shark that's all that's left oh we everybody got everybody else is dead including rick flagg uh which is crazy but that's like
3: a typical I, I haven't read a ton of suicide squad i read more secret six but that was the vibe that yeah. you always got yeah. in these comics is like is, a lot of them are expendable people die a lot of i enjoy like the backstabbing the betrayal the the, the revealing of things that you didn't you know secrets that were being covered up like this isn't the, the comic in, in and of itself isn't a straightforward like team saves the world type thing it's a lot of like w- weaving through different things and stuff so i felt like this movie captured a. it lot kind of it.
0: reminded yeah. me of the secret six too a little bit it had you know yeah secret six is very suicide yeah, squad so good i was thinking about that i was like oh secret six would be a great movie
1: i d- i do want to see uh batista as bane in this team directed oh, by james gunn oh that would be That'd interesting be cool. yeah
3: yeah i like that bane, bane is a fucking in secret six he's a awesome yeah he's, he's, he's he, talks like a, per, he talks in first part he talks in first
1: person or something
3: he talks in first yeah. person uh, well he talks but then he like he develops a like a love similar to bloodsport yeah. like a love for this yeah, like girl like a father relationship, and he's, like a cha- yeah, father relationship yeah. and he's like this girl's father throughout the whole thing that's a great book.
0: Oh, how about okay? How about fucking Milton the driver, which was like a random weird gag, um, was no. so fucking funny. When Harley Quinn goes, there was somebody named Milton with us this whole time. I was like, get the fuck out of here! And when he shows up at Jodenheim, I was like, why the fuck is Milton there with you? What
4: that, he was there for that joke. He's, That's know, why he's there. I'm glad
0: the, they paid the joke off because I was like, what the fuck is Milton doing storming <laughs> the fucking
3: tower?
4: <laughs> I really enjoyed it was so Milton that was, was there. She goes,
1: oh, Milton. And,
3: and, and, and then she thinks Bloodsport yeah, Milton. She calls, and calls Bloodsport <laughs> Milton. She's like, no
0: problem, Milton. Wait, even
3: Bloodsport's <laughs> like, didn't he say something along like Milton? Like Milton was here?
1: What was <laughs> he doing like, my here? name's definitely not Milton. <laughs> and, but I like that they were making so fun of what the audience was noticing.
0: Yeah, we we're like, why is that guy there? I mean, the beach full of dicks lines was really funny, too. Why would somebody have a beach full of dicks? Uh, King Shark going, fake mustache. Trying to get, that was funny. That was what funny. about
1: when they're trying to rescue Harley and she gets out, and she just sees fucking uh, sport running across the like, street. Hey, what are you guys doing? He just has well, helmet doing, and a life beater on. I love that how
0: they set it up. It's like they're they you know it's like this important mission, and then she's just like, "Hey, how's it <laughs> and, going?" You, and he's climbing up doing? the wall. He's like, really? what, "What are you Holy.
3: doing?" She, uh, she's like, "Oh, you want me to go back in?" I love to be like some like love I love that she was because, touched. You, that she's you, like,
0: "Oh, you're gonna Rick save flags."
1: Like, yeah, we had a, we had a good plan too. <laughs> that was in the trailer though it would have been that more was.
0: fun to see
4: that for the first time on screen I
0: like that Weasel couldn't swim that was a funny joke everybody find yeah. out if Weasel could swim I love when he, the guy goes your name is Letters and like, all names are Letters Dickhead says, that's fucking funny
1: have you guys been reading the headlines about this box office though Yeah, I think we talked about it earlier. Well,
0: I was going to say it's a shame. This is a critically, greatly reviewed movie. It's a lot of fun. It is a shame that if this thing underperforms, they may not make movies like this anymore because it's not making any money.
1: I know it's 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 kind of annoying that I keep seeing how it's bombing, but it's well, it's well, there's the well, it's like you know, it's on streaming and. They're, what what they're doing is they're comparing it to like other movies that were released in theaters that did well like Godzilla vs Kong Fast Furious Right Black right, right but now like Delta is sort of surging so i don't know and it it was also the other thing i read about this movie was that they didn't do enough to differentiate it because uh from the first movie, rather because they didn't really say Suicide Squad two, they didn't really say it was a sequel. Yeah, well, all the actors in the movie are like, "Well, it's not like a sequel. It's more of like a it reboot. It's hard to explain." It's yeah, a, I, yeah, and I know I couldn't get a good read on if it was a reboot, if it's a sequel. Well, what
4: would if you call have,
0: this? It's not. If a you sequel. have a
4: shitty movie that comes out as your predecessor, what do you expect? Yeah, like right. you're. I mean, granted, the first movie did a lot of, of money. It had uh, big and numbers, and also it
0: had Will Smith, right? And Margot Robbie was kind of a big name, not really, but it had a Will Smith. This movie are any of these people like huge box office draws? And are the char- the characters? Nobody knows the fucking characters except for well, Harley. Was,
1: this movie was more about the director than it the was, actors. Yes, yes,
0: and they pushed that in the promotion. They were like, "From the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, come see this." But well, let, really let me ask
1: you, guys, let me ask you guys this: So this movie comes out, and I don't want to say it course corrects, but it just sort of. Does the, the property correct? Yeah. And it, now it's not doing well for whatever reason, a, a myriad of reasons. And again, because of the movie that came before, it was garbage. So everyone's like, fuck that movie. The first one sucked. There was a lot of drama, you know, whatever. If they came out and made a really good Superman film where he's smiling and he's Superman at that. And if it doesn't do well, I mean, at that point, is the brand just is it done? Like, yeah. To is, rest. Is, it, is it just beyond repair at this point? Like DC as a whole.
0: Well, that's interesting you say that because um, Rob Leefield had tweeted uh, something and is going everywhere, and he said basically the DC brand is damaged and can never catch up to Marvel, right? Unfortunately, mm. and I don't know. I mean, I kind of agree with it, but
3: I, I think it, the problem with DC, they obviously, made, I think they made a good film here. They didn't make a good film with Wonder Woman. I was going to say they were on a decent streak, but they're not. No, they um, had Wonder
0: Woman 1984.
3: That was bad. That was a bad film. yeah the, the, the thing is, uh, is DC is just not very um, reliable. Yeah, reliable. Yeah, reliable. I was going to say committed reliable, to things. Yeah. Like they're never like they might look at this film and, and it did really well, but obviously the numbers aren't great, and they might not even factor in you know the the time that we're in. Right. And they might just pivot and like not, not make movies like this anymore. That so, would like, be a it's shame. It's just they're they're very. They're very wishy-washy. They're like they they they're just not committed to a certain idea of what's going.
0: They're knee-jerk
4: reactionary all the time. And, and
3: at the end of the day, the movies have to make money. So just not making that much money is not a good thing. But who knows how many people watched it streaming, right?
4: Like I didn't go to the theater. Did I, you? No, did yeah,
3: I did not. Who no, saw this in the theater. Know. Any of No, us? I did not. Nobody. No. So
0: there's four tickets right there. Uh they said as far as streaming, it's number two behind Mortal Kombat in on their platform, HBO Max. Well, that's good. Yeah, so it is doing good on the HBO Max. So then, maybe maybe this is a
3: success for them, right? Like they they they're still trying to beef up HBO Max, and if it's got a ton of views, I just want to see. Like, here is what I want to see: I just want to see superhero movies and TV shows similar to what we kind of saw with Loki towards the end. Yeah, where you're just trying things and you're doing new things and you're and you're going for it. I I respect you know when like James Gunn obviously has a a knack for doing this, but I, I respect that the genre continues to evolve, not only with like indie creators, but I want to see Marvel and DC mm-hmm. trying to evolve mm-hmm. the genre because they're the leaders and they, sh- and you can stick to kind of your, no pun intended guns and do this, the normal superhero stuff. But I like seeing new things. And I think a movie like this is, is just different than what you would normally get from, from one of the I, two. Yeah.
1: I have to say, I never thought I'd like a DC film more than like the last three, four Marvel things I oh, just watched. Whoa, shit. Oh whoa, shit. Whoa. whoa. Oh, yeah. I like this much more than the three shows and Black Widow. Well, I like, yeah, I
3: would agree. I like this more than Black Widow. I think the some of the shows, I think this is the best The thing that's come out, but I do think WandaVision and Loki are pushing the envelope in terms of like different things that Marvel's that,
0: doing. Yeah, using that medium.
3: No,
1: the, they are. It just, it just still feels a little bland compared to stuff. Some, like when you see it done like this, you you can go, oh, okay, that's how you can do it and have a lot of. Depth and, well, and Marvel teeth, is right? never
0: going to have the R-rated teeth, though. Is well, well, be, I, no. I think Deadpool might be an
3: R-rated film. It doesn't. Now. I
1: mean, think about all like the a lot of the the character building scenes in this movie, like uh Ratcatcher talking on the bus. I mean, that was a PG thirteen yeah. sequence. Yeah, yeah. Her father, Idris Elba, yeah. talking about his father. You don't need to be hard R. You don't need to be dropping f bombs to talk about your past. I just no. think Marvel. They're doing the right things. They're getting de- diverse. They're building out their brand, getting more inclusive. But you got to go beyond that. You can't just go, hey, we put an Asian guy in a lead. Look at yeah, us. Yeah. But what do you do after that? Because you know that movie is not going to be anything critical of the CCP in China. You know, It's not going to say good, anything about a the point. Chinese government. Yeah, a good point. You know, And same thing with Eternals and Black like Black Widow could have been a scathing attack on the Russian government, but it just was kind of like oh, they're not doing that no they're not exactly but this movie was just like
0: this movie is so violent one of this dude's credit is listed as
4: sliced dome soldado oh that's yeah. his
0: name in the movie that's the guy yeah. who got his head sliced in the beginning
4: and it's, it's one of those off. things where okay so where a lot of this stuff comes from is like books and comic books and and scripts and all of these things are written without any of that corporate bullshit involved right, right? and so right. they have some kind of teeth they has it has an edge to it it has the, the the vision in it you know when you do a marvel movie obviously all that stuff gets ironed out this had a lot more edge to it than a lot of things that we've seen and i like that so i'm really happy about that and i think that marvel is never going to do that that's just not how we roll yeah so we should not even think about marvel doing it it's, they're not going to well, and and to that point I think yeah marvel's
3: probably not going to do that the the most you're going to see is what they did with like black panther i think uh but we'll see but i think i'm not necessarily saying you need to have a commentary on things and like mm. to always be topical of politics like i truly and we talked about it on the show but I, we, I truly enjoy that loki ended with just basically a 30 minute conversation right like right that's the type of stuff that you know, even in WandaVision we were like they didn't need to have a CGI battle there. Like right. I like to see just different things in both John, in both Marvel and D C and I think we are we are getting some of that stuff now.
1: I, I I can agree with you on Loki. I kinda I do agree with Rugboy about the performance of He Who Remains. I little
0: too over the top. He's trying, top three, yeah. he's I, trying I couldn't, to do Willy Wonka.
1: He was trying yeah, to do Willy I Wonka. Like, I felt like I was watching Tom Cruise pretending to act. It was just, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't buying it. I'm like, this is the next big bad. I mean, I know he, it's hard to top Josh Brolin. It's Brogan not because, him.
0: It's a variant of him who's going to act differently. Is I know.
1: I, I got that. I definitely got that. But at the time I'm watching it, I didn't really know that right. until. You right. know the scene plays out more and more, and I yeah. was just like, okay, all right, but, this goofy. But guy. I did, I did like that it ended on a conversation. I don't think it yeah. had to end on like a, on a battle. You know, I, it's right.
4: like he could have been an old man, like an old man that was weak and whatever, and that seemed like very brilliant and and just very befuddled. That's the character from the comic book, is he who remains. But you gotta yeah, make him king. We now. got this kind of like zany, like. Yeah. Like, you know, like whimsical kind of dude. And like, it was just like, all right, like why that direction? That's like, I, I, I would expect to see somebody who maybe seems a little bit insane, but not to that, not to the point where it seems like
1: oh, it's a joke. Well, he was been, he's basically by himself, right? And that, yeah. yeah, he's been by himself. If they played the him like, time. yeah, if they played him like Tom Hanks in Castaway when he's on an island, I probably would have bought that a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> just like distant emotionally like Wilson! it like uh, come on like when you guys are stuck at home by yourself yeah, you would you be know, like you get a, you get a weird. little weird you yeah. do get a little fucking well he weird. was
0: weird though he was kind of weird but it was a little too i see what you say it maybe. was yeah, yeah. I, I think
3: i mean I, I i like the performance so i'm not gonna i can't bash it i and this the review. So yeah. <laughs> it's like this is low key
0: yes i know like this fucking it. movie you bastards okay look let's Rate the movie with a number and rank it uh, kind of about where you would put it. Uh Real quick, here is the 12 movies the DC EU consists of, starting in order, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman, Shazam, Joker, Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman 1984, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and The Suicide Squad,
1: Bilotti. Give me a number. Where would you put this? Oh, by far, it's number one. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. By far. Followed by Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam.
0: What's your top five? That was what I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then the rest are just, and The Man of Steel, and then the rest. <laughs> any, any, Birds of Prey is definitely last. That's for sure. Really? Damn. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't Arsh. finish that movie. I sat through four hours of the uh, Zack Snyder Justice League, and it was like engaged, and Birds of Prey shut halfway off. <laughs> mm. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just, I was was not tuned into that movie. Did it. you
3: count, Um, sorry, I
1: wasn't paying attention as usual, is Joker considered I'm, count, I'm
0: counting it because it's, it. yeah. and I, I,
1: I Yeah, that's just, it was too much like the King of Comedy and Taxi Driver. Well,
0: it was very Scorsese derivative, yes.
1: Yeah, a little derivative.
0: But, but look at this group of movies, like they're able to give us like a Joker and a Suicide Squad and then like a fun Shazam movie. It's kind of crazy. Shazam
1: was good, yeah. Shazam was very entertaining. Okay, what number? Give the movie a number. Uh, like a rating? Like Out, out of 10? 10. Yeah. I'd, you know what? I'd give it a 10. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, I was, I love Perfect that. score. I really, really love wow, this really one. This. I really... I okay. remember, I think I said this when I saw Guardians too. I said it was like, it came at a time where we were like, stressed out and dealing with our wedding, and I just needed something fun to watch. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. And like I said, this movie came after a string of horrible tentpole films for 2021. And it's just like, I just saw Black Widow, and it was awful. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I just need something to clean, cleanse the palate. I said, this is it. So, it did the job for me.
0: Paladi is at a I fucking loved it. Okay, Anthony, what <laughs> yeah. about what about you, Anthony?
3: I don't consider Joker part okay. of the DCEU okay. just because it's it's not it has no relation to any of that stuff. Yeah. Like all these movies even though they're now kind of trying to do their own thing, they still like have some relation to everything else. So, I'm not going to factor Joker in. I okay. think jo- although I love Joker. I think Joker's a really good movie. I don't I love Joker, but I think it's, it's a really good movie.
1: He's good. Joaquin is very good. Yeah. Joaquin yeah. is very good. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very part.
3: derivative of Taxi Driver yeah. and, and uh, King of Comics. I
0: forgot about how derivative it was of those two movies. It's the same
1: film. It's, it's the, the same,
3: same movie. film. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the same film. <laughs> Literally. I totally it, forgot. it is the same film. Yeah. Even the, the way he shot it is yeah. the same way. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, um, I'm going to put Suicide Squad as, my, as the best DCEU film oh, they've made. Oh, shit. It's. I think it was a little bit of a debate for me with that and Shazam. I think Shazam, the way I felt after Shazam with the when all the the, the little kids turn into the Shazam family, I think is like an all time great scene, and it's like so charming. And that film is very, um, it's like eighties s with like the kids swearing and like yeah, like, and it's Foster like family and, movie, and like a lot of like really yeah, like yeah. The kind of like sh- sad things thrown yeah. in there. Um I just think Suicide Squad is just a little bit better. It's a little it's even crazy. It's like just a crazy film that kind of works. Uh so yeah, I have it number 1. Do you want my top 5? I do Yeah, do top Waterboxed. 5. Suicide Squad 1, Shazam 2, Wonder Woman 3, Zack Snyder's Justice League 4 and then I have Aquaman 5. Oh,
0: I like that list.
3: So, um yeah. and then as far as a rating, not going to give it a 10 like Bellotti, but uh I'm going to go eight and a half. Okay. I think this is a, a very good film. The only reason I deduct some points is there isn't really um, like Waller's, I guess, kind of like, like there isn't really like an antagonist that you can really rally against. It kind of get these, the antagonists kind of pop up and disappear and pop up. Like at one point it's Waller. At one point it's a uh, peacemaker. Oh, at one right. point it's, it's the, it's the, the Hispanic, life the right. and then it's yeah. Starro. And, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's not really a, a, a villain you
0: can and rally the movie against. is all full of villains also. So well, I think that yeah.
1: kind of goes back to the comic that you're talking about, where it's just like constant double crosses and right. it kind of goes back and forth. It's yeah, different. It's, 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 it's just different. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely different. And it's kind of like refreshing almost in a way.
3: Yeah. I, and that's part of the reason why I like it, but yeah. also like I always enjoy like a good villain and we haven't gotten one in now two suicide squad films. So yeah, it's a yeah. good point. I mean, nice but sorrow
0: Star- is a very, a lot better than stupid enchantress if you could talk about the third act fucking bullshit
3: Enchantress yeah that's a really bad Oh, movie. that was
0: bad. Okay. Okay, I like that list. Rugs, what do you got?
4: I'm going to tie four movies for the best. What the fuck? Easy.
0: Four? That's not a tie.
4: Yeah, it's a four-way tie. Okay. fine. because I don't like prefer one over the other. Okay. I this think, is interesting. Okay, what are the four right, movies? All right. So uh, Suicide Squad this this version. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Man of Steel. Oh and Shazam are the, okay. they're all tied for first. Okay. Yeah. I think they're all because man of steel, the more I watch it, even though there's things I fucking hate about it there, I think there's things that are absolutely brilliant. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. He had a lot of fucking balls and he did what he wanted to do with that, with that film. And I kind of like dug that, you know, Snyder is not everyone's taste. I know people are like you're a Snyder fan, but like I, in, in that sense of what he tried to do, even though I disagree with shitloads of what he did, I disagree with shitloads of stuff in every one of these movies. So that doesn't mean anything. It's meaningless. So I think they're all kind of good movies and they're all, I don't think one's like wonder woman's got its weaknesses and it's And, and so they're all kind of imperfect films, but I like them all the same. And I think they're all great. You want to say these are the, these are the good DC movies. These four Okay. And the rest are just okay. okay. Yeah. The rest are just okay. Some are terrible, you know? So there you go. There's no order. Yeah. I can, I, can uh, I feel you. Uh, that makes sense
0: because uh, there's a big gap. There's a bunch of them that are all just like, whatever.
4: Like I maybe re- recommend the justice league, the Snyder's justice. That league one, too. I, yeah. That one I like um, a lot more. But It's just so fucking long. I don't know if I can I, I <laughs> recommend problem. it. Yes. Yes. Aquaman maybe be a loose recommendation you know but like other than that like I wouldn't recommend any of the other ones maybe Joker like I wouldn't recommend maybe but like give it a number you want to give it a number what do you think they say 8.5 yeah Yeah. fuck I'm gonna you know I'll be nice and I'll say 8 okay wow (laughs) damn
3: he doesn't even like James Gunn, and he gave him a date. I He was
4: really i from rugs. I found it very entertaining. Yes, I did. That's I good. I, I think that's, that's good. a good thing. If it, if it won yeah. you
1: over, I'm yeah. happy.
4: Yeah. Looking at all these movies, yeah,
0: this, this movie is uh, easily my favorite out of the whole bunch. I mean, this movie's like right up your ass. Fucking hey, yeah. It's got everything it's got a dude with Vitiligo playing polka dot man. I mean you, come on.
3: you would be like a suicide squad it's character.
0: Got, I would, exactly. It's got the pixies. It's got Vitiligo. It's got great humor. Uh it's and <laughs> yeah, it's clearly a top It's got fun. boobs in
3: it, by it's the way. Does it Bo- have
0: boobs? Does it have boobs in it? It, it does. does. When does yeah. it have boobs For no apparent it. reason? She Where
1: has boobs? randomly
3: has some Where
0: boobs. was the boobs?
4: I think it's in the beginning.
1: No, it's no, it's in the, it's the back of the club, isn't it? Oh, oh isn't it? yeah, go, in the oh, back yeah, of the right. club. That's right. That's
4: right. That's right. That's right. That's when when they break seat. in yeah. with all the the, the soldiers. Oh, go when, when they the go, club. yeah, behind the
0: back to get away with the thinker. That's right. It's got. Play, it's got everything. So yeah, I'm gonna put. Actually, I like Anthony's top five list uh, a lot. I'm just gonna steal that. But I do like Joker. I think I will put Joker instead of Aquaman. Let me i oh, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. No, I'll that's it. it. I'll give it. I'll also give it. Fuck an eight point five nine, maybe nine. I'll give it a nine. Here's
3: actually. I'll, I'll give DC some credit, and, and I don't. Overall, I don't. I think Marvel's head and shoulders, like the brand, yeah. As far as movie making, yeah. is way better. Way, way better. Yeah. I think. But I will give DC credit in this, and we brought this up in in another a prior episode. But you know how we kind of talked about how they they framed out all the movies, and the directors are kind of coming in and just playing around in, in the, the sandbox. sandbox yep. It seems to me that DC has taken on this kind of mantra of letting the directors do what they want with the properties, you know, within reason. Because if you look at like Suicide well, Squad,
4: if they don't like what they get, they go back and change it and sh- turn it into shit. Right,
3: right, right. This is true. I think lately they've been trying to like let the directors do what they want. Yeah. After that Justice League film, I think they've maybe learned a little bit. Because like, hopefully, you look, you look at Aquaman. That's a wild film. Like, I don't necessarily agree with everything that was decided. Yeah. But that's a wild fucking film. Yeah. And then you look at Shazam. I kind of described that. You look at the Suicide Squad. This is a wild film that like it also like takes on the personality of the director. I think they're really doing. I think they're letting directors kind of really like the sandbox is a lot wider with DC, and they let them do what they want. Granted, if they fuck up, they won't ever come back again, or they'll fuck up their film. But if they if DC like the producers and stuff really like what they see, you really get a, a good. A representation of what the director really yeah,
0: wanted. God, but what happened with the second Wonder Woman movie and Patty Jenkins? And that, what the well, fuck well, was well, that? And it sucked. But she got to make the movie. She wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah. She made the movie she wanted. <laughs> Jesus, it sucked. It, it sucked. That's fine. But, she, but she made it, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, she has to stand by what so she, she makes. What, but, she's <laughs> like,
0: this is the movie we wanted to
3: make. She said that they gave her they gave, from Wonder Woman. They let her do more, and obviously she can't do more. <laughs> so, but at least she was able to do it, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true.
1: From yeah. what I, from what I read a lot, I've read a lot. I mean, like a lot about what happened with Warner brothers from, uh, what's his name up to Walter Hamada. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I'm fascinated by this. It's yeah. like reading about WWF and it's WCW in the nineties. Yeah. No, it's really, <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 it's so fascinating yeah. the way, uh, that first justice league was coming together yeah. and I've read in, interviews with the pro- producers of a lot of those films. And since day one. It sounds like W Warner Brothers in general was always known as a director's studio. That's why Chris Nolan works with them, Martin Scorsese. If you look at the list of directors that come through Warner Brothers, I mean, these are all like auteur, auteur directors. I'm mispronouncing that horribly. but So with the DC films, they sort of let the directors do what they want, and that's how they were trying to stand out from Marvel. And they sort of grounded it in like the real world. But where James Gunn went correct with it, where he did it right – a lot of those other directors did it wrong. I mean, I like *Man of Steel* because the military and the government don't really trust Superman. But where they fucked up was the character of Superman in yeah. general. Wow, yeah. you know, you could have a world that distrusts him, and that's great. I like that angle a lot. And *Batman vs Superman* had a lot of really, really good things in it, like really good ideas. You know, and and the, the mistrust and the fear and the paranoia, and it's just he was Superman was so poorly written and you could tell Snyder just wanted to make a, D, uh, a Batman a Batman film and that's just where they go wrong is with the characters but the directors they are making good work i mean Wonder Woman 84 did have some really cool scenes in it uh even though the action scenes were dog shit but you know all these movies look really good it's just are you know are they doing the character justice and that's yeah. where marvel does it better you know right you could you could flip open a marvel comic from the 1960s or the 70s. I'd say like up to the 90s. And whatever you read in that book is going to be what you see on the screen. Because I know that because I did that last year in my mom's house going through my old comic books and I've read a, ca- a Captain America and I'm like, this is this is Chris Evans, this Steve Rogers. Like yeah. this is what was on well, the screen.
4: Uh, that's up until you do MCU Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, but I always say that's because they made, five other Spider-Man films, and yeah, they kind of shot true. themselves in the foot with that one. But I I agree that they should just make the pure Spider-Man, right? Because that's Well, Marvel. when you have the
4: f- Superman is DC's flagship character, and they fucking screwed that up. And Marvel's flagship character is Spider-Man, and they fucked that Fuck up. That yeah, so is I correct. Think, I think they're par for the course on that. they even, um, yeah. But yeah, in every other aspect, I think that you're right on the money. John.
0: So oh, is DC damaged beyond uh, course correction? Should they even try to keep up with Marvel? I would love to see more James Gunn do more DC movies. You know, he's going back and forth, and it's crazy that he got fired, hired here, rehired over there.
3: I, I don't think there's they won't they're not done in terms of course correction because they have HBO Max and they're going to need content.
0: They will need TV. So shows they're going to continue to pump
3: this stuff out. I mean, they've got four projects. They've got Peacemaker as a TV show, but yeah, then they've got yeah. then they got the- Black Adam's yep. going to be made. The Flash seems like it's going to be made. Yep. Aquaman sequel is going to be made. The Batman, the Batman's going to. I be don't made.
1: even. I don't get that. And the then there's Batman,
3: Batman spinoff
0: shows. What what don't you get about the Batman? Come on, you love the Apes movies, Pilates
1: Yes, it's Matt Reeves. Yeah, if, if Caesar was in it, I'd fucking be excited <laughs> for it. But Caesar not. is Batman. He's not. Uh, no, he's he's <laughs> Alfred in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> he plays he Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. No, I'm gonna watch it because I love everyone involved in the movie. But I'm just like another Batman. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I love Batman. But have another- you been? Have, have any of you guys been reading about the Flash movie? Uh, uh, there's was- there's rumors. There's not to cut you off, but yeah. hey, that's what you do to us. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, there's a lot of heavy rumors that they might pull a Days of Future Past and retcon the entire EU. Oh,
3: shit. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not even rumored. That's, that's like, oh, shit. They do that. they're doing Flashpoint. Yeah. And that's basically, they can retcon anything at that point.
1: Well, there's also set photos of not only Keaton's Batman, but uh, Batchelor. Yeah, yeah Batchelor. Bat is, is well, he's in it. Yeah, he's in
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. He's Batflex back. Batflex yeah. is he's back. back. back and he's got yeah. a new bike and everything. But yeah, it's the Ooh. multiverse. They have a multiverse, and it's kind of funny because Marvel's doing the same thing. We're hopefully going to see all that bullshit in the Spider-Man movie in December before the Flash comes out and resets their
4: thing. If DC was smart, they'd get their multiverse in, in going before Marvels. Yes, so they say they beat them to the punch. They
1: should do that, but yeah, uh, they dropped, I, they're dropping a ball. Well, they did that little Flash tease with the they did. Ezra Miller and everyone yeah, on the TV excited.
0: show. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, but then it's it's on that damn Flash show. The show it like,
0: needs to go. I mean, away. I was
3: remember we had talked about that, and I was laughing that they were bringing back that dude that played Robin from the sixties.
0: Yeah, yeah, Bert Ward, old chubby <laughs> Bert Ward was in that crossover for like two seconds, walking a dog. Great. That was a crossover. That was one of the worst things you made me want to watch. <laughs> that goddamn crossover. <laughs> and I liked those crossovers. I know, the I Crisis. Point. They're not doing one this year, obviously, and they're all the shows should probably be canceled shows, by now. Those
3: shows, yeah. Those
0: Superman Lois is very good though.
3: From, yeah, from what you know you're telling it's us very good all right well but those shows yeah. are all like a yesteryear like that's a bygone era yeah no one wants to watch that stuff yeah anymore.
4: no uh, yeah. yeah it's one of those things that lingered too long yeah it really like is, it had yes. its moments, yes and it, it was great for what it was but now we've moved on to better and bigger it is things. overstayed it's welcome for sure
0: all right i mean props to dc and gun for giving us a fucking entertaining Uh, an actually good, fun, entertaining DC Comics movie. I didn't think it was... Thank
1: you, James Gunn. I didn't think it was possible,
0: but he did it. Thank you. Uh, Have him make more. Let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation.
2: Ready? Oh, Oh.
4: It stinks It stinks It stinks <laughs> 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 oh,
0: oh, Wow that was oh. like a oh. stereo that was, yeah, yeah that was weird that yeah, was, a uh, uh, was that one
3: person doing both of that? I no. don't know what was that, no, that was... It was
0: like I think Rugs knows how to do that cyclical breathing The monks do where you can oh. do two tones at once It's like
3: he was—he's like been practicing his beatboxing Except now yeah, it's like it's a, fart it's a, boxing
4: Is that a yeah, thing? I thing? Mean, when Biz Marky died I inherited his <laughs> Oh powers. Rest in peace to Biz oh. There can only be one Oh, uh,
0: we have comments. I love you, Bismarck. Oh, rest in peace. Uh, we got comments from our listeners about the movie. Anthony, you want to share some? Yeah, I'll, I'll read a
3: few. We got Lisa Morrison, hockey player. Badass. First impressions from my theater seat. Violent oh, fun. Good welcome nice. back to the theaters. Well, she saw it in she went, theater.
0: Yeah, good for
3: you to see it in the theater. Blake Braden. When did Harley Quinn become John Wick? Hey, I liked it. He had two guns,
0: two machine guns and flowers. Just fucking killing everybody.
3: Rukas from Latvia. No, where is he from? (laughs) Lithuania or Latvia? Tell Uh, us, Rukas. I forget. Came in with no expectations and it was definitely fun. I am amazed how a huge starfish Kaiju, Kaiju, Starro, was more nemesing, had a better motivation, and more character than a human witch villain, Enchantress. That's... true. Nailed it. Sean King... Sean King, Sean King, Sean King, not the Sean King that is the activist. Uh, James Gunn is a freaking genius, one of my oh. all-time favorites. Instant reaction says maybe top three comic book film of all time. Got to watch a few more times to confirm.
0: Okay, is it in the conversation of top five comic book movies of all time? Top five?
4: If we're if we're throwing all the comic book movies yes, out there, like all of them. all of the Nolan movies yes, and everything, everything. Yes. no.
0: <laughs> not Jesus. even top five. Not even okay.
3: No, I don't there's think a so. lot.
0: There's a lot of good ones but, out there. But it's it's good.
3: good. It's very good. It is very Rick Richard Martinez, or as he goes by Rick. <laughs> I had to watch a second time. First time I felt some of the scenes dragged a bit. Star I, I, the I ass, agree, but I'm very upset. Colonel Flag and Captain Boomer were killed off. I'm just gonna read all of them, Run. So fuck okay, you.
0: Go ahead, uh, Jimmy McPike. Ah, his story, and he's very smart. The, the
3: histo- yes, he don't do not question his knowledge on english history he knows so shit. spoiler alert but the suicide squad not to be confused with suicide squad was actually really good <laughs> at their current output we can really we can expect another really good movie from dc around
4: 2032 <laughs> oh shit also <laughs> oh, sick burn <laughs>
3: it's unsettling how easily john cena goes from comedic relief to unsettling monster yeah. and they got waller right which at least is an improvement from last time Viola Davis deserves better than tantrum Throw. He
0: said they almost got Waller right. He, yeah, that was right. the only time he didn't like the was, tantrum. Which I kind of see where you are getting. Viola Davis
3: of, is an amazing actress, and they still they need to do more with her. She's um, so good. She's very good.
0: John Campbell. I am John.
3: I'm
1: I am a detective. Detective John Campbell. Uh, <laughs> read it. Read it like Schwarzenegger. Man. Oh, <laughs> yes. Man, let me think about this. <laughs> I can't. <laughs>
3: anyone else you, you do it, John. An- you want to do it, John? John, do, do sure. the Shorts there.
1: Anyone else notice that Sean Gunn was playing? <laughs> that's <laughs> good. Hold on. Did anyone else notice that Sean Gunn was playing Calendar Man in prison? Yeah, that's so good. got a Calendar, Calendar Man. Calendar Man. Calendar Man. That's, I'm that's Calendar really good. Man. I didn't know you could do that. He should he play Calendar Man. All right.
0: <laughs> Jose Hibara.
1: Oh, my God. From... <laughs> Guatemala.
0: Hey, we met him at a Discord. Jose no, dude, is the, awesome, Say dude. in the Spanish
1: accent, <laughs> no, do He that. does
0: not have a, an accent, is by Is he way. from Guatemala? Don't he talks, normal. Don't no, think he talks so. normal. No, he's not. He's Where's right. he from?
1: Is he from Chicago? He's probably from Chicago. No, he's
0: like in Oregon or something. No. I don't know where. Oregon. Yeah, he, yeah, he oh, got my God. I don't really have accents. No one pays
4: attention. Really <laughs> <don't have> <laughs> attention.
3: <laughs> I wasn't on the Discord, Jose, so I don't know. Fun, really enjoyable movie. I really like the movie, but I can't see myself watching it again. For me, there was <laughs> nothing about it that made me want to re-watch it. <laughs> same with the guardian of the galaxy movies my only real complaint about this movie is harley quinn and is anyone else tired of her character yet she oh, felt shit. really forced in this movie her love pl- her love story plot added absolutely
4: nothing to the film okay see that <laughs> wow. that part, I, this guy's this guy's fucking hard i poor. kind of I like agreed this on the
0: harley quinn i was like what is all this in the middle with harley's this it's fun was it necessary I, also, I don't
3: know i have to give a shout out or maybe not to nick shevelev or whatever oh, his Nick name Shev, yeah he 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 we have a chat and he goes, Man, I can't believe Harley Quinn died. And I respond back, I'm geez, man, I haven't even watched this fucking film. <laughs> and then I watched the movie. And I'm like, this motherfucker trolled yeah, it's the shit.
0: That's awesome. He fucked
1: with you. Good
3: for him. He trolled you. He trolled me. I was really upset. I was like, I know how this movie's gonna end.
1: Fucking Harley Quinn dies. What if asshole. And you yeah, know what? I didn't get a good to one. Him. I didn't I, I knew what he was doing. Yeah. And I said, I can't pretend I'm mad, so I just went, Well, it's called the Suicide Squad and I was like, Motherfucker. <laughs> I was like <laughs> cursing. And I was like, I can't let him know he got to me. Yeah. And now now he knows. That was
3: good It was nice troll.
1: Oh, it was good. I feel like the G chat's turning into a little bit a little of a contentious fucking place to be. Did you see how, was, how was, me and Lenny going back and forth today? Oh yes, I did. I mean, yeah, That's yeah, pretty I, funny. I had to catch
3: back look at that.
1: I was I was laughing on the ferry, and Janine's like, "What are you laughing at?" I was like, "I I can't explain it. It's just- I'm trying to figure out if it's worse arguing with Twitter people
4: that you don't know or people that you actually see in person and that could possibly kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Lenny can definitely kill me. He probably will kill me. So Num-num.
0: He's going to do num uh, num. Nothing,
3: nothing like talking about a chat that seven of us are on
0: that no yeah, one else knows I about. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. No one, else no one in the world knows about. No one knows about. Or about, about. about. You, can be, can, you can be in our Discord. Yes. Sign up for the Patreon. You could be in the See Discord. roll that over. Uh, Bilotti, are you excited for the next Marvel TV show? It is coming out the day the show airs, August 11th. The first episode of What If will be on Disney. Oh, this week? It's this week. It's, wow, really? it's, yeah, it'll be the day that's a uh, Wednesday this week. They're coming out on Wednesday. And apparently, the writer has said everything. We thought it's going to be like an Elseworld's what if. The writer says the multiverse is here. It's real. Everything you see is part of it's canon, part of the MCU multiverse.
1: Oh, wow. They're actually tying it all in. Like this actually happened on. It
0: makes sense that oh. they would do this after what happened in Loki. It's kind of brilliant. Now we're going to see the multiverse break the lines that broke off.
1: What's going on? Yeah, I guess I'm excited. I'm <laughs> sound excited. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm really, pumped. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. too. But I don't get excited for Marvel because I just don't really. Like, they're pumping out so many movies with characters I never really cared about. I with Marvel, I'm always wait and see. Except for like like Winter Soldier and Civil War and Deve- like End Like I knew those movies were going to be like. Amazing, but like Shang Chi, like I never, I knew he's a Bruce Lee knockoff, but I have no expectations. It's and martial I hope arts I
0: and magic, yeah, it's martial yeah, arts. Same thing dragons, with, um, uh,
1: Eternals, I I, don't, I never even knew they were characters until the movie got announced. Well, so, me neither, actually. Uh, most people, so Guardians too. I never, I didn't know who Star, I knew who they were, but. You know, then I got surprised. like, okay, well, that's cool. But.
4: Well, it doesn't matter if you read Guardians of the Galaxy because none of those characters were really in
1: Guardians of the Galaxy, the comic, in the anyway. original
4: one, anyway. No, I, yeah. Vance
1: Astro, I think, was yeah, leading that the team. Was the when original, I, that was when, yeah. yeah, when Valentino was, uh, Valentino was Yeah, yeah. you had like yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: I don't know why, because he has I don't Captain like America. you fucking remember that. That's all I remember from <laughs> the original. Because I had the Marvel cards, and I used to like, look at them all the time as a kid. <laughs> what the fuck? Um,
0: Uh, we'll be reviewing what if so you guys watch it we will talk about it next week and then also hidden season three august 12th hbo max begins we won't be reviewing that one i'll be watching that fucking train wreck though so maybe i'll do patreon things look out for all that bilotti thank you so much for hanging out plug your stuff bilotti what's going on over at robo7.com oh sure
1: well before lenny finds me and kills me he's gonna get you He's, he's gonna he's gonna like give me a stone cold stunner, and I'm not gonna wake up. <laughs> he's definitely killing me. Um, you can find me at uh, Instagram at Robo Seven R O B O S E V E N and uh dot com website. And you can find me on Twitter at Bilotti underscore John or Facebook, but Instagram is probably the best place. I like Instagram the most. That's your home. That feels like my home. The other ones are like, eh. Feels kind of I feel kind of dirty when I use the other all ones. All right,
0: get them on the gram, listener. Rugs, where can the listener find you?
4: You can find me on Twitter. You can follow me. You can uh, <laughs> so retweet
1: some of my things. You can like things. You can he like gives some, some of, of my tweet. things. He gives really good tweets. He gives by the way. very good tweets. If
4: I like you, I will retweet all your shit. It's there
1: true. Go. You will. Yeah. Tweet
0: there for tweet. Go. Thanks for listening uh, to the Jock and Nerd podcast. We out, listener. My name is Imran.
3: My name Anthony.
0: He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you
4: next time.
1: That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good.
4: (laughs) Does anybody else have to (laughs) pee? I really do. (laughs) Jogging nerd.